If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, everybody. Hey, Ruel. Hey, is my mic working? That, of course, is the first question that must begin yeah. everyone. Yes. Mic is good. And um, just want to ask everyone in chat, please let us know our volume levels. Yep, I know, yep. You all know I've got the big mouth, so make sure that we are sort of even on the uh, uh, audio levels. Yes, but... I'm used to being the uh, loudest one in the room, and you just drowned me out. It's so strange. Yeah. It's You've got that bass things, going. But... I'm a little more. I'm used to being the bassiest person in the room, too. But you, oh, you've just well, got it the, all the, the hit song goes from 10, 20 years ago. That's all about the bass. Uh-huh, no trouble in on this podcast. <laughs> no trouble on this. Oh my gosh! I think we should just stop right there. That, that's not going to get much better than that. <laughs> Richard, how are you, my friend? Uh, very good, very good. How are you? Happy belated birthday for everybody uh, who didn't hear. Ruel turned a spry young <laughs> the other day. Exactly. Uh, he's apparently old enough to where he is uh, bashful about it. Uh, it would seem I am I am bashful it's one of the few things I'm bashful about but I did have a wonderful birthday weekend we had the tabletop live network this weekend and Sunday was my actual birthday we played the game there and then yesterday we celebrated by streaming for seven and a half hours and you oh my brought, gosh uh, you, yeah you brought everyone from the uh uh your was it you were doing your monthly roundup is that right uh yes yep the last day of the month uh I yeah. talked about all the games we played and I was uh, yeah so uh, it was yeah. you and Amanda, right? I forget what you were playing. Yeah. Oh, no, you were yeah, playing. Was, uh, yeah, uh, boss, my, 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 yeah, Overboss, which is fantastic. Overboss, Who won? Yeah, we. Um, I believe uh, Amanda ended up winning. Of course, uh, uh, she, Amanda doesn't throw a game for nobody. Game. Doesn't matter whose birthday she, it is. She doesn't. Yeah, doesn't care what birthday, whose channel she's on. No, she, she's she's all about the win. Um, and then you know we played that, and we played a bunch of other ones, and then my friend Daryl joined me, and then my wife Michelle. Uh, we finished the broadcast uh, yesterday at around. By I think nine PM Pacific. So we had started Jeez. around two PM. So it was an epic day. It was it was like a, a game night uh with friends. Yeah. And it, it was really nice. So wow. uh wanna thank you again for the rain. Thank everyone for stopping by. That was a lot of fun. At any time in that epic uh playthrough, did your microphone fail? <laughs> Out of all the seven and a half hours we streamed, no, not once. Uh I, I don't know why I have better luck with microphones. I, I wonder you. what that's all about. Uh, today, yeah. for folks who are unaware, I have been having ongoing epic technical issues every time I try to stream um, because I've got one, two, three cameras all plugged in via USB and a microphone and a wireless keyboard and mouse. And it's just like it's been progressively getting worse and worse. And the microphone has gotten very sensitive. You may find at some point during today's broadcast that I just go quiet and the audience. Uh, has got now a Pavlovian response down where as soon as my mic goes out, they start inundating us with bomb stickers. Although, I don't think you have to do that today because I think Ruel can probably tell me quicker than you can tell me with your five-second delay. But still, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tradition now that when my mic goes out, we blow the place up uh, as a virtual table flip. But today, yeah. uh, after yesterday's, which was the worst yet, it just kept failing over and over and over again, um, oh, wow. I finally buckled down 
got my computer, which is for years now, as long as I've been in this room, it's been in a side room using, um, you know, I don't know, 10, 12 foot long USB cables extending into there. I finally broke down, rewired everything. So the uh, I can actually see my computer. It's right behind the monitor I'm looking at you in right now. And um, the reason I'd originally set all this up in the other room is because when I first moved here, I was using an incredibly tired, old, beat-up laptop that had the loudest, noisiest, crankiest fan you've ever heard. It was just just deafening. I mean, it was so, you know, it was just old and grindy and all of that. Yeah. And so that's why I'd set it up there. And then I got this new computer, which is relatively quiet. Because, hey, if I go quiet... I don't think my microphone is picking up its fan at all. So I, yeah, I at any point okay. over the last year and a half, I could have moved this out here. And by doing that, I have eliminated one variable. I no longer have anything going through a whatever it is, three meter long extension USB cable. Everything is now using the cables that came with them plugged directly into the computer. Hopefully that works. Um, nice. Yeah. I mean, so far, so good. I mean, there's no problems uh, so far. So, yep. wow. We should totally um, stop talking yeah, about it. Crossed, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Let's not jinx it, folks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do not look in the box. It doesn't matter. What, it just as long as the, as, as long as I, I was going to try and make a uh, cat reference, Schrodinger's cat, and I completely goofed it. Never mind. So, oh. hey, how's I, I everybody were... doing? Uh, people are showing yeah. up. People are saying hello. We should say hello in return, shouldn't we? Yeah, let's see. Say hi to everyone here in chat. Thank you all again. Uh, what you're watching right now is the R&R pre-show. We will be recording the R&R show live here on Twitch, and that'll go out to YouTube tomorrow. But, uh, you know, to start to kick things off, we like to hang out with y'all and just, you know, chit-chat a little bit. As you can see, the fun little avatars there, if you are subscribed to the yes. channel, you get to play around with the avatars and do all kinds of cool things. And, you know, did you know that you could subscribe to the channel for free? Yes. How do you do that? Uh, what? What? You have what? What? Nothing's free in this world, Ruel. What are you talking about? I know. It's craziness. But you do get one free sub per month if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber um, member. So feel free to subscribe here using that Amazon Prime membership. So by which you mean, now that does if, if you pay a very hefty yearly fee for an Amazon Prime uh, subscriber. Although, actually, it's... It's fairly reasonable. Amazon Prime Video is fantastic. We use Amazon Prime Music. Yeah. And I mean, we get so much stuff. I mean, man... It sucks that Amazon is taking over the world, but, you know, if they're going to do it, at least they make it good for consumers. Yeah, and I was going to say, I mean, it's it's really tough to say no to that two-day shipping. Come on. Mm -hmm. it's, yep. You know, uh, but uh, again. Anyway, yeah, uh, sorry, got off track there. Yeah. Regardless, uh, if you you do have a uh, one free sub per month, and it is a non-renewing one, so you you do have to renew every month. That's the one unfortunate thing about the uh, Prime subs. But yes. we'd love it if you uh, spend it here. And if you do, you got all kinds of goodies oh, here. On the so channel. many benefits, so many benefits. Well, uh, twenty percent off Rado merch. Which unfortunately, if you scroll down, my Rado merch panel has broken. I have written to Teespring saying, "Why is your panel broken?" Uh, oh, but no. you get twenty percent off uh, T-shirts, and we're about to do the R and R T-shirt as well well so that'll be going into uh you know so you can be able to get one of those if you're a subscriber you get 20 percent off if you're a subscriber as we all said you get a cute little avatar who you can dress up and dance and hug and sing and have uh cool little fun games with us uh if you are a subscriber what else can you do it's a there's a list of stuff oh um if you can't find the secret word we'll just tell you where the secret word is you don't have to stress over that you get a yep. new video oh i have to set up the new video for this month it's a new month hey Hold on a second. Talk for a little bit. Vamp while I actually look up what is the new um, exclusive Gen and Rado playthrough video that people will get oh. if they subscribe. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to go figure it out right now while you talk. 
yeah, while you're uh, checking that out, I do want to shout out Amanda Panda. She was um, hanging out with me yesterday for uh, the epic stream on my channel, and uh, she gave me a shirt. This is the shirt that she gave me. I'm wearing this. It's a pug. It says... It is um, an excellent shirt. I can't, I can't adult today. That's, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I can adult today, but... There's plenty of times when this shirt would be uh, would uh, be the perfect sentiment for my mood, um, but thank you again, Amanda. And uh, let me see who else is out here. We've got uh, Duck of Death is in the house. Stacey Iverdell's in the house. Goblin. I just Nas, heard some uh, events just happened too. Some been big. Oh happened. really? Did we uh, get raided? Uh, I, 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 I heard the uh, the Final Fantasy victory music, which I almost started oh. dancing to, but I controlled myself. <laughs> Feel free to dance anytime, my friend. Um, <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see, uh, it doesn't say here in this thing. Hold on. So, because, right. uh, it was, oh no, it was, it was Empress Barrera resubbing. Okay. Oh, thank uh, you, thank for, you uh, for the resub. And let's see if any other events, uh, thank you, Mr. Tom, Tom for the subscribe. Thank you, Corthane for resubbing. Corthane would like to know how everybody is doing. And he did it in the form of a subscription. I'm not going to tell you how I'm doing Corthane. Oh. Uh, I don't know why I'm being sassy, but. Uh, still, thank you. Uh, yeah. So a, please continue. I'm still nice trying to figure out what game does everybody get to see if they subscribe that is exclusive. Oh, yeah. While you're taking care of that, Ooh. I'm going to note that um, we have a comment here from Meeples and Mocktails. They were talking about Overboss. They're, they're talking to Amanda about it. It's called Overboss Duel, a new game described as a two-player focused version of the system. It also has a way to integrate elements from Duel into regular Overboss. What, what? are you talking about? Whoa. All right. Please don't, please don't mess with my motions that sounds awesome wow uh, okay. i have not is is this breaking news on the r and r show i think we just brought here here it is news there is a new overboss game in the works at brotherwise games and that's when they go to talk to amanda about it and it is this one here wow overboss duel a two-player version oh my gosh that is great that is oh my gosh i hope oh my, i'm very excited i mean i love me some overboss <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything. Anything new? I mean, I, it's interesting. You know, so streamlined down for two. I mean, I thought it was already a fantastic two-player game. So I'm very curious to see what they do. I figured it out, folks. If amongst everything else that you get, if you subscribe to the RNR show, you will have to whisper me. There's information for it down below the video, and I will send you a link to the first time Jen ever played a full game of Black Angel with me, which we happen to record. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. And Black Angel is awesome. Now, did you all, just as a spoiler alert, did you all like Black Angel better than Chua? Or were you more no. I, I think it's fantastic. I think, well, first of all, it has the potential to eclipse Chua if it gets some expansion content. I mean, because, uh, you know, Chua has a bunch of extra stuff. But even still, I think I would probably go with Chua, just the base game, over Black Angel. Um, because, why was it? Uh, oh, I don't remember now. I remember I talked about this in my final thoughts. And what was uh -huh. it about... It's that Twa is it is it is more grounded? No. Is it They're both fantastic. I cannot think of why, but there was a reason I, I put Twa a little bit above Black Angel. Twa is still in my top yeah. ten, Black Angel's in like my top thirty. But it definitely has room okay. to climb. And if you would like to if you know what the heck we're talking about, hey, if you subscribe, whisper me, I'll send you a link and you will watch Jen play Black Angel for the first time ever. And uh, awesome. and somehow just instantly pick it up and just I, I don't remember. It was two years ago we filmed it, but probably completely obliterated me. I don't remember, but um, that's the way it tends to go. Nice. And I will have already played it a couple times by then, and I'll even know what I'm doing and all the rest right. of it. <laughs> um, right. You know, speaking of games that uh, played for the first time, I just played Three Sisters yesterday for the first time, and wow. Yes, it, I saw that was on your list too. Man, I am very jealous. Man, Richard, I'm I would have right flown now, down after... for your birthday celebrations if I'd known. Yeah. 
after one play, it's already top five roll and write game for me. Wow. Easily. Easily. It might it might go to the very top. Honestly, it's so, so good. Uh, you're, you will appreciate it. It's got this really nice, mellow farming theme, but everything's interconnected, so it's combo-tastic. I mean... <laughs> combo after combo after combo I, it literally i don't know if i have i don't have it with me but the score sheet literally has like a note section because you need to take notes as far how, how many combos you have going it's crazy good i don't know what's wrong uh, with wanna... our brains that makes us excited it's so complicated you have to take notes you have to do homework during the play, and yet for some reason that just speaks to us on a deep and spiritual yeah, level. Yeah. Oh, it, it was so much fun, and uh, Amanda taught it to me. I mean, she beat me, but I'm ready to play it solo. I'm ready to play it all, all the time now. Oh, I absolutely must, love it. Must have. Yeah. Uh, super fan it, Goblin nine eighty one. Uh, I don't know if he remembers or if he just went back and checked uh, that apparently I rated Twa, and this comes back to me now. I rate Twa higher than. Uh, Black Angel, because the the cards you have for Black Angel, which are a big part of the game, they're all much simpler. They don't do nearly as much cool, interesting, game-breaking stuff. Because, strictly speaking, Black Angel is a bigger, more complex game. So they kind of strip back the cards. And I'm like, oh, I want the cards to do really cool, amazing stuff. And that's why I'm saying, yeah, an expansion could put Black Angel over the top. An expansion that brings in some of the really... Like parades and stuff. The things you can do in Twa when certain Mm -hmm. cards come out are just... just, um, very, very cool. And uh, so that's that's it. Thank you, Goblin981, for... Did you remember that, or did you go back and, and look it up? Because I play too many games. I can't remember this stuff. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, that's a great memory. We did. All righty. Cool. Uh, and and uh, Fem Sensei, uh, who is actually a Patreon backer of the show. By the way, folks, if you're if you're not subscribing, but you do actually back the show on Patreon, I did a uh, post uh, last week reminding everybody, hey, look, here's all these benefits you get. Like, get an avatar. And I think Fem is... Uh, taking her avatar for a run, and she has lit, hugged literally every single person in chat. Uh, she is trying to take the uh, the hug uh, badge away. Because if you hug enough people, you'll have little hearts flying over your head because you'll you'll be the top of the hugger leaderboard. Oh, yep. I did not know that. That's cool. And that's, you know, that's what we like to see in our chat, people hugging and, you know, welcome, welcoming each other to uh, the R&R show. That's what we're all about here. Speaking of what we're all about, we're all about games. What is that game you oh, got on your... Oh, uh... well, this is only... Are we talking about that now? Or are we but no, of course we're not. Um, we do that in the actual show. When the sponsors say, hey, we will give you money if you talk about our game. And then we put it on okay. the table. That's 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 how commerce works. You're giving it away for free, man. We haven't even talked about the sponsor yet. Look at you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like amateur night over here. My bad, my bad. <laughs> yep, yeah, no, no, you're, you're just in the zone. You're like, hey, I got a good segue. Let's just jump right to it. Hold on to that because yeah. you'll need that when the show starts. I, I will definitely hold on to that. You know what I'm also holding on to? Speaking of commerce, I'm holding on to this green juice. I've got green juice today because I am so wiped out from yesterday. I need a little pick-me-up. What and is this green is juice? Something. Green juice is uh, from, do you have a press juicery up near you or anyone that sells press juices? I've, I've, it's all. I've, it's a concept that is completely foreign to me. It's totally like healthy stuff. So this pressed juice has apple, cucumber, celery, lemon, spinach, ginger, kale, and parsley. And I'm going to tell you, 20 years ago, if I would have said, I would have just thrown this in the garbage. It's <laughs> actually very, very tasty. And apparently, <laughs> Is it muy delicioso? Too, so. It's not quite muy delicioso like Topo Chico, but it's 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 all right. It's it's decent. <laughs> but I do feel healthier now. And I needed it because after yesterday's oh, seven yeah. and a half hour stream, I need all the energy I can take. Looks like someone just dropped a bomb over there in uh, the uh, Avatar. Thing. Yep, uh, yeah, trying to uh, counteract all the uh, the hugging and the kissing that's going on. Actually, there are no kiss. There's a, there's a hug emote. <laughs> there's a whole, if you have an Avatar, there's a whole list of emotes you can do down below as well. I try to uh, make all that easy peasy. So, okay, 
Uh, everybody's fine. We have 81 viewers at the moment, which is pretty good. Oh, uh, update for folks who are curious. Uh, remember, what was it, two weeks ago, we did a big epic week of streaming to try to get me over the top for partner. I just got my email last night say, you're doing great. Keep it up, kid. Check back in two weeks. Like, oh, check back in two weeks. Okay. Because they said, you've had an unusually fast growth cycle, and we want to see if you can hold on to all of these viewers. I'm like... I have over 100,000 subscribers. That is why it's happening. Maybe you don't quite understand. I, I am bringing people to your platform. Um, they're like, oh we don't see board game people really get this many people this quick. We don't know what's going on. We'll ch check back in a couple of weeks. I'm like, okay. Now, did you actually, t was it like a form letter or like a generic thing? Or did they actually, someone... You think I think it was somebody actually out? wrote uh, a letter. And okay. so, I don't know. I mean, I That's guess... Good. Yes. You're on the radar. That's, Good that's gods, everybody. Uh, it's it's true. I mean, it wasn't a flat out no, so that's something. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm we're not going to keep doing a show every day. Uh, we're going to go back to like <laughs> I, at this rate. I think we've got we, we okay every week we've got this. I I do a podcast. I do the uh, the roundup. So that is um, two show. If we have one more regular show, we're kind of doing two shows a week, and that's actually fairly reasonable. I, I think it's like a a fairly steady yeah. output of stuff. Uh, in fact, we yeah. are. You and I have been talking about another show. Uh, uh, probably too yeah. early to to reveal anything. Yeah, I, I feel like. Uh, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's a little early. But, okay. Okay. But, um, we could say that we are working on another concept, folks, and um, I'm hoping that it'll debut like soon. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it should so work. I, I mean, and, and I think it'll I, be I feel genuinely like it useful. And I'm not quite sure why it doesn't exist yet. Yeah, right? So, yeah, folks, uh, we, we will let you know uh, as soon as um, it, it's launched. But I'm, I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks here that we can get this thing uh, up and running. Because I'm excited about it. And uh, I know, um, I, I think it will be something, as you said, it'll be useful yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely what um, we try to do. Folks, in case you didn't notice, the longer you watch Twitch, the more Rotto points you accumulate passively. You can see that down um, at the bottom of the chat. There's a cursive R for Rotto. Uh, and right next to it is how many points you're earning. If you click that R, you'll get a little menu of all kinds of stuff you can buy. And that's a segue into maybe we should make good on some um, stuff that people have actually bought. Yeah. Uh, one quick question. Yes. I, don't, I don't know the answer to this. Nasgoth oh. is asking, if you make Twitch partner, is that permanent? Uh, no. I have heard it can be taken away, but it seems like it generally mm. isn't. Um, and, yeah, except uh, in case of, you know, abuse or something like that. Um, like, oh. you know, I mean, the best example, Shut Up and Sit Down made partner. They maybe do one thing a month on Twitch, if that. And wow. they've still been partner for months. So okay. I, I think once you're partner, you're good, unless you did a bad, bad thing. And then they say, oh, wait a minute. Oh, we can't have our partners doing that. Well, time will tell. I mean, actually, of all the things that you can get with partner, my most excited thing is that I can actually give a, a few, uh, what do you call them? A, a few subscriptions away, uh, which is very, very yeah. cool. I don't know how we would deal that with that. Cool. Hey, uh, by the way, folks, is everything going okay? I, I talked about up front that I've, I've moved the, ca uh, the computer around. It seems like I haven't had any sound issues. Is the playback smooth as well? Because to move the computer to where it is, it is no longer plugged into a Cat6 cable hardwired and instead is using Wi-Fi within my house. So I did mean to ask, is, is my playback, or actually I guess it would be both of us because I'm taking Ruel via... Discord and then pumping it all out. Uh, it, it, everything smoothly. Haven't had any drops or anything like that. Uh, let me know in the chat. And in the meantime, oh, we have so many things. 
Um, we have a Trivial Pursuits and a Like to Buy an Argument and a This or That and a There Can Be Only One from last week. And oh. yesterday, somebody requested a Ruel Ranks, and today we have a Trivial Pursuits. we got to get to work. Yeah, let's do some stuff. Um, I will leave it up to you. Go ahead. And well, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to go, uh, what do you call it, uh, first in, first out. There, there's that Trivial Pursuit. Let me find right. the wheel. Boop. And now while you find that, people are saying sound is good. No issues so far as far as uh, playback. So Excellent. As far as, far as the stream. So good good news on that Excellent. front. All righty. Uh, let's oh, see now. You're down to three pieces of pie here. I know. I know. Um, it could go any way. And we already know what my trivia... Oh, my crap! Oh, I forgot. One of the things on my list of things to do before we start filming is I have to update the, uh, the progress meters. Because when I was going yesterday, we unlocked another RVR episode. And yay for that. Oh, and now yay. it looks like, what, will you just keep going? Don't worry, folks. If you subscribe, you're, you're getting closer to unlocking the next RVR. But sometime in February, well, we got to do a uh, we got, we got a RVR up again. And I've got two potentials that I think would be good. But first of all, let's spin. Spin. Can I tell you, uh, if you have two potentials, I have one potential. Three oh, really? sisters. Okay. I'm going to say three sisters would be fantastic. I need a copy. Oh, I guess I don't need a copy, right? General. It is going to be some general Q&A. People don't get to know nothing about us. We play our cards close to the chest here at the uh, nice. R&R show. So we need a quick bit of just a bunch of general trivia. Let's see here. Inter- I'm going to go to interesting trivia. Let's see what Google will give me. Um, all righty. Here's 125 interesting facts about practically everything. Okay. Um, Okay, I knew that. Okay, I knew that. Oh, and there's Bumblebee Bat. Okay, so I'm in the same one that brought us Bumblebee Bat a while ago. So this is a good one. You just have to find something. All right. Hey, Ruel. Um, Hey, Rada. Hey, Rada, do you have any interesting facts to share with us? Hey, Ruel. I'm sure you're a bit of a human anatomy buff. Oh, Um, that's all I talk about. How many parts of the human body... Um, have no blood vessels. No blood vessels? No blood vessels. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) That, that's, it's gotta be a trick question. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, blood vessels is, I mean, stuff like, I don't know, your hair, I guess. Would that have blood vessels be in your hair? Not that I would know anything about that. I don't think that counts as part of the body since it is kind of a separate thing. It's just kind of being held in place. Although really, everything's being held in place. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a trick question, but you know, I'm gonna, th- I'll say random guess. I'm gonna say seven. Lucky two. Seven. There are two parts of the human two. body that have no blood vessels. Um, what are they? One of them is cartilage. Cartilage okay. Okay. has no blood vessels. Cart- and the one that they sense. really want to point out is your cornea has no blood vessels. Really? The, those, oh, okay. More specifically, it was what tissue types in the human body do not contain the the, the header was misleading. It was there are two types okay. of tissue in your body that do not have cornea and cartilage. That's crazy. Yep, I, I would not have guessed cornea. Cartilage, I can see, but cornea, interesting. Yep, yep, yep. It's a uh, it's just a big old disc that is not wow. really plugged into anything, just floating around in there <laughs> with all its little well, earworms floating on it. Uh, epithelial nice. cells. Jen and I are real experts these days on epithelial cells because they tend to keep oh, growing right. inside her eye, so she has to get her eye cut open again. All right. So, hey, you know what? Let's just go on ahead again. Let's do another trivia. And okay. um, because I think there was another request, and it'll have to be you or me. Let me get that wheel back out. I am not going to um, take the time. All right. So, can I take the time to take an arm off? 
So we get a 50-50. How do I do that? I got to come over here. D, D, D. Right. So I just need to. I'm just spin until it shows one of us. No. Right? I'm going to do this right. It's going to be a 50-50. Oh, you want to I know where to do this. All right. I just have to scroll a little bit. Not the speed. Not the border color. Not the font weight. I don't need any of these adjustments. I, all right. Clear out general. Boom. And then save that. Save. And it's come down to this. There it is. Here we go. Right. The final bit of trivia before the wheel resets. All right. Kabuki Kids in the house. Hi, Kabuki Hey, kids. Kabuki. Long time no see. Look at this wheel. Oh, like I'm sorry, me. folks. You do not get to hear the story of me being a door to or vacuum cleaner salesman in high school. <laughs> Too bad, so sad. That's the one I wanted to hear, too. Nope, um, you, now, you, you have to entertain people with interesting yes. um, uh, tales of, about Ruel. Here's an here's, here's a, a interesting tale. Did you know that I've known Michelle, or we've known each other since the second grade? Whoa, really? Yes. So, Michelle and I, we went to the same elementary school, and we went until second through fifth grade. We were in the same second grade class, but then third, fourth, and fifth, we were in different classes. And then she moved away. And then she came back during eighth grade, and for half of eighth grade, we were in the same class. And then after that, we went our separate ways, different high schools, colleges, different life experiences. And thanks to the magic of the internet, um, we reconnected through a mutual friend of ours, um, a friend that I went to high school with that also went to junior high school with us. And we all had dinner together through the magic of the internet, sent emails like, hey, well, remember me? Hey, yeah, Michelle, blah, blah, blah. And our good friend April, uh, you know, hey, let's all have meat for dinner. And we had a, what a lovely dinner. And at that dinner, the first time I've seen Michelle in 20 years or so, I got a parking ticket because <laughs> I parked outside somewhere um, where apparently there was supposed to be no parking. And uh, you know what? That $40 ticket, totally worth it. Yeah, it's a good Michelle, investment. Wow. It was a great investment. Yeah, we end up being friends and then we started dating and. The rest is history. Now we are married and um, live stream partners as well. <laughs> Jeez Louise, that's... Yeah. I mean, if your life was a sitcom, there would have been plenty of scenes Or when are these two just going to get over and sleep together kind of a thing? Uh, right. You know, they just keep running into each other. That's, that's kismet. That's fate. Yeah. That's constant entwinement. That it, is stuff I don't believe in, but it makes you think. It, it makes you think. Now, because yep. you, you had mentioned a story before where you and Jen had met during college, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we met in college. We dated in college. We moved in together in college. We got married. After we both dropped out of college. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Yep. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was not so an ongoing uh, entwined star kind of thing. Gotcha. We well, there's the trivia for you today, folks. Um, a little bit of uh, my history with uh, my wife, Michelle. No, that's really, that's, that's, that's more beautiful than vacuum cleaner salesman stuff. That's, that's, that's lovely. <laughs> but I still want to hear that story. Yeah. Well, I mean, it might be a while because next time they see that wheel, it'll be reset on a whole bunch of pies and they'll have to yep. whittle down again. I really enjoy that whittling down thing. That's actually very cool. All yeah, right, I what else deep. have we got? That, okay, that was two trivias in a row. We can do some this or that. Um, we can do a there can be only... Oh, okay, yeah. The there can be only one isn't easy. Um, Goblin981 asks us, Ruel, there can be only one. Your sight or your hearing? Oh, man. Oh, man. You give up music. I, I just... That is so difficult. Now, I think it's, it's cool tight. that it's hard for you. I mean, because honestly, I mean, I want to be cool and say, oh, sound is so important and there's so much about it. I mean, I, 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 sight is too much to give up. Sight is, yeah, I mean, sight is, it's like a dog giving I, up I, smell. 
Right, right. I mean, I feel like sight, it makes it easier for you to live in the world as it is. Yes. Right. I mean, your life will become but, more difficult, no two ways about it. Yeah. And the question is, is what you get from audio in, as in enriching enough to warrant that sacrifice? Um, yeah. Not that people get to choose as a general rule, but if you had to choose. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, again, one of those things where, imagine what you're missing. Like, okay, I am a Star Wars geek. Yeah. Imagine watching Star Wars without that John Williams. Soundtrack. It's not. It's not hard to do. Yeah. I mean, just turn on, t- turn the sound off, yeah. and and it. And what, what do you have? I mean, you, you have a lot of interesting, yeah. fl- flashing, moving light. Uh, you yeah. lose a lot yeah. of the soul. Um, it, you do. Yeah. You can you read do. the dialogue, but with I mean, the a human being spoke that dialogue, and you know, yeah. you know, waited it. I mean, I mean, and on some level, I mean, and and you know, and. Hey, you've got audiobooks, you've got Braille. I mean, you, you've still got a very rich world of, of entertainment. Um, if anything, your world becomes more rich, I would think. Uh, or, you know, yeah. rich in the mind because, you know, it, it becomes your ultimate outlet. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, just for convenience sake. I mean, our world is, is not kind to uh, blind folks. Uh, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Would I, if so, I, yeah, for me, yeah, yeah it, it would have to be losing the hearing. And, you know, just as a gamer, too, you know, playing games, it, it's much easier if you can see the board and everything. Mm, yes. Than, There's actually I mean? a fan of my show who writes to me probably every couple of months on Facebook and um, asks me a lot of very specific questions about a game I've recently covered uh, because, you know, he listens to the show. He's blind. He's a hardcore game player. And um, obviously, I don't cover games from that perspective. But he asks, well, how does this and this work? Um, um, you know, what would it matter if somebody could see this? How would it hurt my strategy? And I am amazed what this guy is able to play. It is inspirational wow. to me that he's, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we play that dungeon crawler all the time. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that's cool. The, uh, the spatial awareness you must have to be able to visualize a board and remember all the pieces and all the spaces, that's, that's stunning to me. Now, here's a question as yeah. an offshoot for this. Um, you know, I mean, not not quite so hardcore. Hey, you have to choose your whole life. Pick your favorite movie of all time. Pick a Star Wars movie, whatever. If you were only okay. allowed to ever experience that movie without sound or you know with with the sound off or the video off, you could only experience it one way. Which would you rather experience it? I mean, it's got to be visual. I mean, if yeah. I you think Star Wars, I mean that at the time when it came out, it redefined the sci-fi genre sure. as far as. I- special effects and everything but it just it would not be the same without all those uh, uh, sound effects that they created and all the no, john what? williams soundtrack yeah you exactly know? i mean it's just not the same i mean like, and, you, and, you, and hear... you can imagine star wars a new hope is a radio play it exists as a radio play yeah yeah totally and uh, you know what it's... a dude in a in a vest running down a corridor shooting a gun i mean um right. looks like but you know yeah what i know it what it looks like, like. I know. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. of Avengers Endgame. I mean, if from now on, okay, uh, if you could only ever, if you could only ever experience it from now on, having experienced it, having gotten the full experience, uh, and knowing it like you do at the back of your hand, from now on, you could only ever listen to it or see it, but not hear it. I might almost say I would rather listen to Endgame than watch it. Wow! Um, wow! Really? Yeah, because because of all those great lines, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I'm not going to say because I'll start crying. Um, yeah, I now, love you. I say that having seen it already. So I I, yeah. I I can bring these um, vision you know these images back to my mind immediately, but and I and I can hear the actors saying the words too. But I think I'd rather hear them than see them say the words. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. That, that's also a really great question. Um, for me, Endgame. Like uh, honestly, I would have to keep the sight only because 
I think of the comic books characters that they're based on. And comic books are such a visual medium, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you literally are just re- looking at them and reading them and filling in the blanks oh, sure. in your yeah. mind. You know, so. But gosh, darn it. This is, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. It really makes you think about, I mean, how accessible the world is to those without sight and or hearing. Yeah, you know? I mean, and, um, when Thor gets his hammer back and shouts exultedly, I am worthy. What's more impactful, yeah. seeing the look on his face or hearing the joy in his voice? Yeah, yeah. I have to wow. stop doing this. I have to stop crying about comic book movies <laughs> on live well, well, TV. The, the, <laughs> the, the thing that always gives me goosebumps, and I, I've seen the movie several times, but yeah. that one scene when Captain America gets the hammer, I mean that, Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I'm literally goosebumps right now. I still, that scene alone, yeah. to see it. Oh, by the way, minor know. spoilers for, or spoilers for uh, Avengers Endgame. Sorry about that. Probably should have uh, put if a spoiler warning on screen. Anyway. Five-year-old movie. Sorry, our yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one that, yeah. Um, is it the biggest movie of all time? I think it did ultimately um, surpass Avatar. And now, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is close to surpa- surpassing Avatar as the second biggest wow. box office hit of all time which is incredible which i still haven't seen have you seen far from home i have i will not say anything because wow. i'm sure a lot of people haven't seen it yeah, uh and I we've already spoiled it. way too much in game stuff <laughs> um sorry again my apologies hopefully if you haven't seen it what we just said means nothing to you um yeah right okay let's uh let's uh stop let's cash in some bubble. other stuff while we got yeah time. all right uh you want to do a couple minutes of this or that that's that's let's a good way it. to cleanse the palate i think yeah, let's do that. So, friends, um, in chat, yes, drop some uh, topics for us, this or that, one thing or another, and we will highlight on screen, and then uh, Richard and I, we're going to choose which one, this or that. Yep. Yes. Okay. And, and while they're oh. coming, uh, Ruel, board games or card games? Uh, oh, jeez. Are you really going to put me that yes. right, right away? I, I say board games. Oh. There, there's more to give up. I love a lot of card yeah. games, but I'd have to take board over straight card. Um, I, I would too. Yeah, board games for sure. Uh, modern prestige TV or feature films? Ooh. Ooh. I love films because they're two hours and one and done, but I love those really long story arcs in the modern prestige TV. I'm giving up the feature films. Yeah, uh, me too. Me too. Yep. I, I, I don't even think twice. I mean, movies have fallen so far behind. Surely that was enough time for the audience to start throwing some at us. Yep. Here we go. Uh, let's, uh, I'll throw a few of these in the queue. Uh, let's go here. Rock or pop music? I'm not 100% certain what the difference is. Pop is short for popular. Rock is very popular. I mean... There's some rock that falls under popular, yeah. yeah. I think pop, they're thinking like the, the teenage stuff, I guess. I guess. I mean, honestly, I would, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll play it safe and go uh, rock because I don't want to give up Beatles. I don't want to give up Dire Straits, but... I mean, yeah, I, I I'd probably go that way too. Yep. Yeah, okay. that, that's yeah, okay. Uh, here here's another one here: umbrellas or raincoats? What an interesting question, right? I like putting aside the warmth factor because if it's raining, it might also be cold. Putting that aside, yes. only about assuming a warm rainy day, I'll take an umbrella any day of the week. I think, having never given I, that I a too. second thought prior to this moment. Yeah, same. Okay, how about uh, spring or autumn? They're both pretty rainy. Um, uh, I, I, my gut is, I know I'll, I'll say spring. I'm going to go, I like the weather in spring better, but I also have allergies that kick up Ooh, sometimes during spring. Yeah. So I'm going to go autumn. That's a very good point. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm immune, but that, yeah, that would, that would certainly sway it totally. Yeah. 
Okay, here, uh, this one uh, is near and dear to your heart, I believe. Sega or Atari? <laughs> uh, it'd have to be Atari. It would have to be. Atari, um, you know, Sega was just another... Uh, you know, a, 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 another block on the on the long drive. I mean, Atari was when you got in the car, right? I mean, that's not yeah. true. Pong is when you got in the car, but yeah. you know, uh, Atari is when you upgraded from a uh, from a from a from a squeaky wheel bicycle to a hot rod, and um, and then yeah. everything has just yeah. been iterative since then. Um, uh, agreed, agreed. I, I feel like Atari took you from out of black and white into color. Basically. Yes. Right. Now, if they okay, I'm gonna throw another one because that was pretty easy. Uh, Atari versus Nintendo. Ooh, yeah, wow. Because that's another sea change, and not not, yeah, not, not to downplay um, blast processing and everything Sega brought us. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean, I I I would have to I would have to stack Nintendo in terms of its overall impact on me in my life over Atari, which yeah. is really yeah, saying I, something. I, 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 yeah, just numbers wise, Nintendo, right? I I feel like. Had the, ah. the bigger influence. I see right? Orange Crush. They uh, said well, Nintendo would be too easy. Fair point. Fair point. Yes, and it proves it Got was. It. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go on with this one here. Scrambled or fried egg? Oh, fried. Kid ass. Total. Yeah, I'm more of a fried fried guy too. Yeah, this is a tough one for me personally because I love going doing both eating or sleeping. I mean, obviously you need both. What do I enjoy more? Yeah. Wow. What do you enjoy more? I don't know. This one's tough because I um I think we talked about this before. I'm a big fan of naps, so mm-hmm. I do enjoy sleeping. But gosh, Michelle and I are such foodies. I'm gonna have to go. I I go with eating. I honestly. think I would go with eating too. I mean, I'm not a big napper, and honestly, if my brain could be rewired so I wouldn't need sleep, honestly, I don't think I'd miss it. Quite frankly, I only oh. I only appreciate it so much because my body is physically addicted to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Empress asks board game upgrades or an expensive board game table. Meaning uh, board game upgrades or a table? Yeah, you know, like blinging out your games. Oh, blinging out games, uh, metal coins and stuff. I do not have an expensive board game table. But so I have for you, that's on an easy that. one. Yeah, so so I do enjoy them, but I, I give me the board game upgrades. Um, I just I. The game itself feels better to me, like when I have upgraded bits. Whereas a nice table, which is always nice. Um, I used to, have, I, I used to have like a poker table when I was mm. a poker player, and those are nice. But honestly, you can play poker on a kitchen table, you know. And yeah, I, same as uh, you know board games. And you can play your game me. without your bits. I would actually go with the table. I've I've had a table a couple would of you? times, uh, and then they ended up going on to other places because I had them for a while, filmed them, and then they moved on. Um, and there is something really special about it. It's I mean when I, the when I first, when I, the first one I had, uh, when I did my video, I think I likened it to, it's kind of like a painting with or without a frame, you know, a good frame oh. can really enhance a painting as opposed to, and there's nothing wrong with a painting that just sits there, you know, uh, you know, and that's actually kind of a cool look, you know, the minimal aesthetic, but a really great frame can really enhance a painting. And the same thing is true for a really great table. That's a great analogy. I love that. Uh, day or night goblin ass. I don't know. Wow. Uh, when I was a younger man, definitely night. Mm-hmm. But as I go up in age, I feel like I'm more of a day person now. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm fine 24-7. I don't think I really have a yeah. strong feeling about that one way or the other. I mean, day yeah. is a lot more convenient. 
as I get older and my Absolutely. eyesight gets bad, yeah. I find myself yeah. really annoyed a lot more these days when the jerk who's coming at me doesn't turn off his high beams. Used to be, I just, oh, just look away a little bit. No big deal. And like, it's, yeah. it's kind of a pain. Yeah. That, that's, that's, yeah, definitely more convenient. Here you go. Vinical expansion or tapestry expansions? Oh, well, I mean, well, first of all, tapestry, because tapestry over viticulture. Um, and mm. I played all the tapestry stuff. I have not played all the viticulture stuff. I did have that first version of viticulture Tuscany, where a lot, and a lot of that stuff is taken out from the second version, as I recall. Um, yeah. And, I mean, there, it was really impressive. That first super, I mean, there's so much stuff in there. Yeah. But I'm uh, more of a viticulture guy, so I'm going viticulture. I'm going to say tapestry, Tuscany, because I'm a tapestry guy. Yeah. Yeah, I so I will go with the the. Uh, As I understand it, though, uh, I think maybe the viticulture is more important because somebody I was recently complaining maybe on this show about my problem with viticulture and the the really swingy cards, and somebody said, "Oh yeah, that was totally fixed in the uh, in the Tuscany expansion." I'm like, oh, I don't remember that at all, but that's really important. You know that you have now alternate uses for that. Oh well, okay, I'll take a chance. I'll draw a nighttime card. There's nothing else I can do, and it's nothing. Oh, and you did the same thing, and it gave you thirty points. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it definitely the Tuscany fixes a lot of stuff, and it just makes it a, a more robust. Then, game I, okay, then I, I will amend to Tuscany because honestly, Tapestry, as far as I was concerned, didn't need fixing. Ah, gasp! Okay. I know, I know, oh, people wow. are upset with wow. the balance and the tweaking, <laughs> but that's how I feel. Okay, uh, a couple more here. Um, let's see. Oh, this is interesting. Colorblind or lose your sense of taste? So Ooh. I have colorblindness. Ooh. Yeah. I, as much as I would love to get rid of my colorblindness, I, I'm not going to lose my sense of taste. I love food too much. It is more than just sustenance for me. I actually enjoy eating. I love the process of eating. I love cooking. Yeah, I, I can get away with colorblindness. Like, that is all I really. Is, hey, Michelle, is that red or green? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. You know, <laughs> I honestly, I, I, I think I might prefer to hold on to color than taste. And I'll tell you wow, why. Really? I'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, if I were to lose my sense of taste, um, yeah, I'd be sad for a while. But I would probably it'd be a lot easier to lose weight. Quite frankly. Ah, uh, yeah. If yeah. if if my appreciation for food shifted away from my taste buds to my appreciation for texture, oh man, I would be fifty thousand times more healthy. Quite frankly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's that. Is, wow. That's a, that's a fantastic point. Yeah. Because I'm definitely eating way more raw vegetables at that time without sense of taste, you know? Like, whereas now, I mean, I, I, I'll eat Did you raw lose your sense of taste? What's that? Did you lose your sense of taste? Or you're imagining? I, I did not. Yeah, you're imagining. I'm imagining. You yeah. I'm imagining. I know, yeah. because you would so look I, for that. You would look for, oh, I need exciting new textures, you know? Yes, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Good point. Have okay. you ever tried uh, those glasses that give you a faux appreciation of color you don't see? I, I've heard about them. I I think I looked into it at one point, and at the time, this was years ago when they were like um, the price point was just out of my budget. Yeah, um, and but there were all these and, viral videos of people putting them on and then crying in a parking lot when they yeah. looked at a tree and stuff like that. Right. So I, it's probably something I need to look into again. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things. I mean. Yeah, as long as I have my sense of taste, I'm fine. Okay. Um, maybe I should look into the colorblind thing. Let's do one more right. um, uh, real easy one here. This is a softball. R&R or corner to corner? Come on now. Oh, on, I, I mean, no offense to Tom. I mean, I had a very good time uh, doing C to C. But yeah, R&R, seven ways to Sunday. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, hey. yeah, totally. 
That was the correct answer. Tom, I enjoyed my time uh, in my corner, in, in our shared corners as well. Don't, please don't get me wrong. That was also fun. Yeah. Yeah, awful fun. Lots of great questions. Thank you, friends, that uh, you just cool. you cashed in your this or that. All right. And let's, let's see uh, move on. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, so they're marked as complete. You're welcome, Goblin981. Uh, so we've still got an argument. We still need an argument to argue about. And we also yeah. have a row ranks that was requested yesterday. But I feel like we got to get on with the show. Um, let's do it. Yeah. So that we'll have some time yeah. for Q&A afterwards. So um, the Rare Orb. Promise, next week, first thing out of the gate will be Ruel ranking. But right now, we have to give stuff away. Um, yes. Because that's a very important part of the show. Let's come yeah. over here to the browser. We have two weeks of giveaways, folks, because had some email issues last week, and uh, those have gotten straightened out, so we need to give people more time to enter for the... Oh, what was it? It was... Oh, it was... This baby right here. Well, not this one. Not my copy of Vivid Memories, but a copy of Vivid Memories. So, we've got the list. We're clicking the button. Good luck, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Here we go. And the winner is... Matt Crosby. Congratulations, right. Matt. Congrats, Matt. I, love, I hope you like your abstracts, thematic, and crunchy, because that's what you're going to be getting with Vivid Memories. Okay. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. And now I have to re-prepare the wheel because we have a completely different list of entries for last week's, which is a $50 gift certificate from sponsor of the show, Funny and Games. Let's see. Where is Excel? Here it is. Copy. Select all. Delete. Paste. I guess I could have kept it on screen. That was, there's, uh, you know, any big man. Uh, and um, let's go for our $50 gift certificate. From Fun Again Games, the winner Look is, it better not be Matt Crosby. <laughs> Rodrigo Torres, congratulations. I'm sorry, Abby. I saw Abby and just clicked right over you. Oh, no, but Rodrigo. Uh, Rodrigo and Matt, I will be contacting you later today to get your details and all the rest of it. Um, and we'll be giving away some new stuff. We'll be giving away... Uh, well, since we got Arcane Wonders as the sponsor of the show again, and they um, their giveaways are only for... I forget what their limitations were. What, what? Oh, I for, totally forgotten. It was North America. North America, right. And Europe, I think. Or was it just North America? Uh, I thought it was just North America, but don't, don't quote me on you that. You know what? I thought it was just North I America. should be more prepared. I'm not prepared. But uh, <laughs> it just means people... You'll, when, when you enter to, for this week's, you'll have to... Put your country in, and we'll figure out which countries after the fact. Um, uh, and speaking of, of course, for people to enter, we need to have a secret word. What's our secret word going to be? Oh, great. Let me see. Let me look at the games that we're going to talk about. Um, yes, let me uh, pull up my list. Listy Lou. Um, I feel like we talked a lot about color. And we talked yeah. a lot about sound. And we talked a lot about sound. our senses. Yeah, senses. So how can we do any kind of senses here? Taste, sight... Um, sound, uh, um, <clears throat> you got something or just we senses. Say I, I could, I can work in, um, then you're doing it. <laughs> okay. 
You know what, Mia? Why don't we do this? Uh, we had talked about allergies during the springtime. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we do uh, allergies? You're going to drop allergies casually into conversation about a board game. I'm going to drop allergies casually into some kind of game that we're going to talk about. Okay. All right. It, it would appear the audience really digs senses. Request it okay. next week, folk. Make us talk about our senses again, and maybe we'll find... I got, actually, I really like senses, but I do not have a... I mean, honestly, I can only think of one thing. I can only think of Came to My Senses or uh, A Feast for the Senses. And I don't yeah, think I yeah. have any games in this week that would work for yeah. either of those. Because I'll, honestly, I don't think it is... Okay, what's a phrase I can remember to say? Okay, can I somehow work that into talking about one of these five games? That That is my yeah. thought process for trying to do this. Uh, you know, yeah. to, to try to make a shortcut. And- yeah, and as we were just talking about the allergies, okay, I found something that I, I, I can work in. Yep, all right, yeah. We could have called okay. it hugs, because I believe Fem Fen Sensei has continued an unbroken string of hugging uh, down there at the bottom of the screen. But we're done with uh, the hugging. It is now time for war. Time for a battle royale yes. before we start the show. Right. If I can spell and all royale. My games, I don't think any of my games have any kind of hugging in them. So, uh, okay, good luck with the uh, battle royale. Here we go. Y'all going to get dropped. Actually, I think I could have and... wor- worked hug in. Really? I, I think you I want to do that? As it happens. And Fem you want to do it? For, for I, I like no, 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 no. It's allergies. It's all about allergies. Okay. Allergies it is. All right. Okay, there are, oh, there's oh. a lot of people. Let's here. see. Nice. Oh, oh, hey, hey, and this time, how about I remember to hide the banner so people can actually see the uh, oh, yeah. the carnage in all its glory for once. <laughs> there we go. Oh, we got a couple of big avatars there duking it out as well. Oh, my gosh. Even with that, it's still just, it's just a big mess of pixels. We need to work <laughs> things down. And who gets... It looks like um, CB1? No, they did... Who got that? Was it Brenner who got the the uh, health pack? I'm not quite sure. There's too much going on. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is what happens when we've got... I mean, there must have been at least well, 30 so or so. Oh, 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 here we go. This is oh, it. Who gets it? Boom. I think Duchess. Yeah. Duchess picked up the health pack. Duchess wow, is go, all Duchess. by themselves. They're going to get another health pack. While everybody else what? is just working it out amongst themselves. Oh man, oh this is God. Duchess's fight to lose. I think, Look yeah, out! I think Run Duchess away, Johnny right. Man! You're not gonna make it! Run away! All Johnny Bye, Man Johnny. can do is just whittle oh, down Duchess. And now my my Miantos! Miantos, no! Is Duchess <laughs> going for another <laughs> health pack? Oh, Duchess another is greedy. One. Nope, Duchess oh, says no. I don't need that health pack. You're going down, Johnny Man. Here it is. Boom, boom, boom. And there we go. <laughs> Nice, Duchess. <laughs> oh, I see in the chat, Johnny Man's like, let's go. <laughs> in typical <laughs> action hero. And then a, and then he gave an appropriate death rattle, too. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, that is too bad. When this is going, uh, the uh, word balloons disappear. That would be so awesome if his little let's oh. go appeared as he was running right towards it. Let's go. Let's do this that thing. For the final Epic. battle, you know, I mean, stuff like that would be so cool. I am definitely going to put a request into the stream avatar guy. Please don't turn off those when the fight is going, because that's the most <laughs> awesome thing. Well that's done, Duchess. Great. You just won um, 100 gold that you can spend on uh, customization and whatnot. Alrighty. Phew, that was fun. Okay. Nice. And the sound worked, and uh, I, I don't think I have actually seen any camera glitches at all either. Uh, my Again, green screen is yeah. still here. Let's actually make sure the Here's overhead uh, is still here for the. Oh, hey you! Uh, oh, uh-oh. that camera is dead. Tote. Okay. Let's reset that before the show starts. That's a good. I'm glad I checked that. Overhead camera. But you know what? That just happens sometimes. 
Um, oh, oh, and it's because I forgot. I had set this camera to be high res, you know, 4K. I totally forgot about this because I didn't mention I've switched back to Streamlabs OBS rather than running two instances of OBS to see if that was making a difference. So I totally forgot. Streamlabs can't handle that high res business. So let me put it back out to, to 1080p. And, um, right, deactivate it, reactivate it. Now that's going to mean the size is probably going to be wrong, I think. Activate. Activate. There it is. All right, done. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a, it's a wee little thing now because uh, it was set for the other size. Let's go on ahead and make it big again. Mini no, we don't need the browser. Don't need that. Need the overhead camera. Unlock it. Scale it. That's too big. There we go. Right about... Uh, is that right? Uh, yeah, that looks good. Okay, cool. There we go. Lock that in place. No, don't hide it. Lock it, dum-dum. Oh, hit it. Silly goofball. All right, so there we go. So there it is. So by the way, folks, okay. so if you're longtime viewers of the show, you might recognize this is the second time Onitama has made it into a What's on Rado's table. Do you still want to try it? Do you, do you, are you feeling sassy? Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, exactly. we're actually, instead of just talking about the game, we're going to play the game. We're just going to do a couple of quick rounds and uh, uh, to demonstrate the game that's on the table because it's so quick and easy. Ruel's the blue player. I can see what's going on. And it's what? I mean, so you choose the crab. You get the mantis. I know. Yeah, it's, that's it. The rules are, are just it. All right. So we'll just play yeah. for a couple of rounds. Instead of talking about the game for a few minutes, we'll show the game for a few minutes. Yeah. All right. Now that the camera has been switched back to normal resolution and won't crash. And the camera's pretty close, so it's fine at regular resolution. Okay. Um, well, I am, I am so sorry, folks. I have not been paying attention to you. Is there anything outstanding in the audience that we need to take no. care of before we get going? No. Uh, we we are good to go. I've been keeping manning the chat. Everything is uh, good to go. Everyone's just you know talking amongst themselves, jumping and fighting and hugging and doing all this stuff. Oh, uh, I see. Um, uh, Super fourteen ninety one bought himself a temporary avatar. That's very cool. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I forget how many if you use channel points. Uh, let's see. Are you somewhere on there? Can I find you? What was your name? You were Super fourteen ninety one. Once you buy it, I think it takes a few minutes before it shows up. Mm-hmm. And I don't see it, and I don't know how long ago you did. Oh, you did six minutes ago. You should be there somewhere. Hold on a second. Let's see. What is it? It's uh, I think it's uh, S O Super fourteen ninety one. There you are. There you are, Super. Oh, and you've 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 enough to buy yourself a drumstick and a halo sword and a bowler hat. And are you eating a cookie? I'm not quite sure what's that in your mouth. But okay, That's a good stuff. Uh, he's having fun. Nice. He or she is having fun with their uh. With their temporary avatar. That's very nice. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. Let's see here. And has anybody else? Sorry. It looks like we're all caught up on thanking people for subscribing and all of that. Very important. Thanks also for everybody who's following because uh, you're getting us that much closer to unlocking another top 10. I'm so embarrassed I did not update the progress bars, but they will be updated before we go live next. Okay, Ruel, are you ready to go? I'm ready to rock and roll, my friend. All righty. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see here. So how does this work? Hey, everybody. This week's episode of R&R Show is brought to you by Arcane Wonders. Hey, how's it going? What's that on your table? Hey, what are we talking about? Oh, top 10 games. Do I have my games ready? Yes, I do. Do I have the browser ready? And you've got your banner ready, so you are ready, willing, and able to uh, do banner business and all that? Yep. Okay. Then I think all signs are go. Thunderbirds are go! <laughs> Prepare for lunch, folks. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Man, I am just, I am so stuffed up.
from crying about stupid Endgame again. Oh, no. I, I, my nose has just been running this whole time. So, take, hey, take a minute. Gather, gather yourself. I'm, take no, I'm totally fine. Yeah. It's just it's uh, okay. physiological. Uh, I mean, man, every time I start quoting Endgame, yeah, the waterworks come out. There are so many amazing quotes. Uh, you know, and I could do this all day, but we're here actually to do this show. So let's just focus on that. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, get this thing back in my ear. There we go. <sighs> hey, everybody. This week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Arcane Wonders. And hello, Ruel. How are you doing? Hello. Hello, Richard. I'm doing fantastic for episode number 26 of the R&R Show. How are you doing, my friend? I am I, I, I'm, I'm beside myself that we continue somehow to pull this thing together week after week. And people keep showing up. Um, so yeah. we will try to put on a good show for you folks, as always. This week, we're going to be um, talking about upcoming Kickstarters that we found that you might want to uh, take a look at if your tastes r- run anywhere parallel to ours. But before we get to the top 10 du jour, well, I don't know. Is there something else we're doing? I don't know. Uh, look at that. What's what's that on your table there, Richard? Hey, I'm glad you asked, Ruel. Um, this is a copy of Onitama from a uh, sponsor of the show, publisher Arcane Wonders. This is an excellent game, and interestingly, this is our first What's on Rado's Table game that has appeared a second time. And since we have already talked about this game and its awesome expansion, Light and Shadow, that adds ninjas, uh, basically... Uh, we did that back in the October Halloween-themed episode. So if you want to know about the game, you can go watch that. And in fact, actually, you can watch all the old episodes of the show at rnr.rado.com. Let me put that on screen uh, for folks. There's a URL. Uh, you can watch episodes 1 through 25 and watch us evolve and maybe get a little bit better every step of the way. Um, but... Today, we figured, hey, since we've already talked about Onimita on a previous show, let's actually play the thing. Just for a yeah. couple of turns to give you an idea. Uh, Ruel, you are the blue player. Your teacher, I believe, is trying to either get to my school or any of your pieces. If you take my teacher out, that's the win, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, All right, that's then, the two using the power of the crab or the frog, make your first move. Yeah. My first move, I'm moving my master. I'm putting him out there. I'm taking a chance using the crab to go straight ahead one Straight ahead one. So, these were the options that Ruel had. He chose to move forward instead. Because you couldn't move sideways because those spaces were occupied. And now, he'll be able to bring the mantis. And it is my turn. And, um... Oh my gosh. Should I do it? Do it. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go crazy. I've got the eye of the tiger. uh, So I can move something one step back or two steps forward. Boom! Look at that. That's right. And the reason I can do that is because I know what Ruel is capable of. I can see what moves are available to him. And where my master is, he cannot... Er, yeah! He, no, he, he cannot get to me. I uh, thought yeah. the frog could jump there, but can't quite jump that far. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and he better do something, because I've got the crab lying in wait to finish this just like that. Exactly. It could be the shortest game of Onitama uh, ever. But you know what? I'm going to use the Mantis power that you just gave up to move my master back to the school. All right. Run away. Run away. Run away. And so now Run you've given yourself the tiger that I used to good yep. effect. And if I had that tiger, I would jump, I would pounce, and I would win the game. But I just gave you the tiger, and now I'm in danger. Now I've got to get yes. out of the way. Um, or I've got to come up with something. Yeah, I mean, I've got to get out of the way. <laughs> this was a, a very silly need, opening ga- gambit I had here. <laughs> and no matter where, if I move, um, you know, I've used sideways with the crab or... Wait a minute. 
Could I use my monkey to move diagonally? The tiger would jump over me. Oh, wait, no, no, but the frog would get me. So, okay, so I can't yep. do that. That's the brilliance of this game, folks. Um, that your move potential, and more importantly, your opponent's moves, are constantly shifting in this very simple streamlined game battle of wits, which I think we're going to stop right there because I think that did a pretty good yeah. job of giving an idea of what Onitama is all about. Yeah, it is a wonderful game. Um, it's a family favorite here in my household. Michelle and I love playing this. Again, it's uh, it's a really fun game for people who want to play chess but don't want to commit to learning all the different gambits yeah. and moves and stuff. I mean, you have all the moves you have uh, can do right there in those uh, simple cards. I mean, it's a it's always a fun, fun game to play. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, you know, it's a simple, streamlined, elegant game. But when you bring in the uh, pa the light and shadow. Uh, each player gets an additional board with a player screen, and on that board you have a ninja that can move around and see. Actually, there's a few different ways that ninja path of light and shadow expansion works. Again, go check out the R and R episode from October 2021, and we go into detail on that. But if that looked good to you, you're in luck, folks, because uh, sponsor of the show Arcane Wonders is going to be giving a copy of Onitama away with the Light and Shadow expansion to one lucky winner. But Ruel, what do they got to do? How do they win? It's really simple. So, friends, as you watch the R&R show today, one of us is going to say the secret word. And yes. when that secret word is uh, said, you're going to take note of what game we're talking about and send the title of the game to an email at contest.rado.com, and you'll be entered to win a copy of Onitama with the expansion. So just listen up, keep those ears open, and uh, hopefully you'll catch that secret word. What is the secret word again? The secret word today is allergies yes, yes. Allergies. allergies folks as in you know you're out there and you sniff some the flowers and they're not meant to be and all of a sudden you're sneezing and hacking around um allergies that's <laughs> that's the secret word i don't know how else to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Very, very, uh, very catchy. Um, now, yeah. I should add one more thing. Um, our sponsor, Fun Again Games, will ship Onitama to certain countries. There are some countries that they are not shipping to. So, if the winner this week is um, from one of those other countries, we have a backup as well. And at one point, I had that on screen, and now I don't. So, I'm going to very quickly get this back on screen while talking. Uh, see If I can find it. And there we go. Yeah. Um, in case you are not in a country that will get the copy of Onitama plus Light and Shadow, instead, you will be getting a copy of Legacies, which is a Whoa. thematic mid-heavyweight uh, Euro strategy game spanning the past, present, and future. And honestly, I've played this game. I covered it when it was on Kickstarter. And I'm going to say it leans much more on the heavy side. This is a big monster of a game. Uh, tons of stuff. Like it says, it plays through multiple ages, multiple generations of a family, building a legacy, doing all kinds of uh, basically era of industrialization type actions. Very cool game, lots of variety, uh, and uh, one lucky winner will could potentially get the deluxe edition of the game. So nice. um, that's uh, those are what are on offer for one lucky winner if they can spot or hear when one of us, me or well, says allergies, and if you do. Note what game we were talking about at that sentence, at that moment, and send it to contest at rotto.com. Right. Yep. Did, did we get that right? right? I think so, other than my incredibly yep. smoothly, nobody even noticed that I totally forgot to have my uh, the web browser queued up. Yay! Silly me. It, it, was, it was smooth as silk, my man. It okay. was smooth as silk. 
Well, then that's a good omen. Let's see if we can actually get this list done as smooth as silk as well. Today, folks, we are talking about 10 upcoming Kickstarter games that we find to be particularly interesting. And I mean, I know there's a lot of Kickstarter shows out there. We do it a little bit different than most. Uh, Let's see, top 10 upcoming Kickstarters. Let me put that on the screen. Because what we do is... Uh, and we, we make our lives miserable doing it. At any given time, if you go to Kickstarter, you can do a search for all upcoming games that have a pre-launch page. Uh, normally, it's about 500. When I got on last night and checked, there were over 700 of these things. And so, yeah. Ruel and I spend hours looking through all of them to find the ones that sound the most interesting. And so what that means is we will be talking about, of, 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 from 700 games that have pre-launch pages, these are the 10. Five of mine, five of Ruel's, and together we think these are the ones that are um, most worthy. However, there is a caveat to that. Uh, because we also cover Kickstarter games on the channel. And um, I, it, would, it would seem unfair to give those spots in the slots because, hey, we do paid previews. So um, our top 10 will not include any paid previews. So before we get to that, let's very briefly talk about um, games that are going to be appearing on the channel um, in, in the month of February. Let's see. And you know what, Ruel? I had a list for that, too. I totally did. did you? And I totally... Okay. Totally lost it. So, uh, uh, why what, don't you uh, tell me a little uh, something while I pull that list back up? <laughs> yeah, while you pull the list up, uh, just a reminder, folks who are watching this here on YouTube, thank you again for all your support. And, you know, if you're on Twitch or if you'd yeah. like to see the show recorded live, uh, we do it live on Twitch every Tuesday before it's released on Wednesday. And not only do you get the R&R show, you get all the cool bonus content. You get the preview show, it's the pre-show, and then you get the little afterwards, uh, when we're done recording, we do the Q&A, and there's all kinds of cool th- things that you can do as an audience member. You can actually, um, you know, hey, Rada Ruel, let's do this or that, or why don't you talk about some trivia, or Ruel, do a Ruel ranks, or we just talk about random topics as well. It's a lot of fun. We'd love to have you over there, so what we do is every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, you can find us on Twitch at Rado Runs Through, and you can hang out with the audience. And there's a lot of cool things. If you could, if you subscribe on Twitch, you get all kinds of benefits. Not only uh, do you get to see the R and R show recorded live yeah. and participate as the audience, you can do. We have these cool little avatars that you can play around with on the screen. I mean, people are like fight and jump and do basketball shots and um, hug each other. It's it's a blast. And not only do you that, but you get like you straight up get twenty um, percent off merchandise. Uh, you can. And if, you know, we're doing the secret word here, we actually, you can ask us where that secret word is. Yes. But that's only if you're a Twitch subscriber. So yep. be sure to check that out. Um, links for everything are down below in the show notes. Also, um, we take that live show and we put it on YouTube as the extended edition. Right now, chances mm-hmm. are you're watching the regular edition where it's just going to be us going through this list of 10 that I completely forgot to prepare for. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but if you want to see all of those extra hijinks, like uh, we just did a this or that with the audience. We um, we learn some more trivia about Ruel's background. We do all kinds of things, Q&As. You can check all that out in the extended edition of this very show, which again, as Ruel said, there's a link for it down in the show notes. Right. So now, let's talk about the games that are coming to the channel um, that are, you know, Kickstarter crowdfunded type uh, things, because I, while you were talking, I got them on screen. We will be covering uh, Title Blades Rise of the Unfolders, which, as I understand it, is not just a Title Blades 2, but like a completely different style of game in the Title Blades universe. I believe uh, Shay is covering that one. 
And uh, let's see, what else do we have? We don't. And then speaking of Shay, he will be doing a run-through, a preview of Tindaya. Interestingly, he actually covered this like back in November, or maybe even October of last year. And I've been sitting on this video forever wanting to share it. If you actually support the show on Patreon, one of the benefits you get is getting to see videos like this ahead of time before they go public. You could have seen our Tindaya video months ago if you support the show at patreon.com slash Rotto. Wow, this is becoming very, very sales pitchy. Apologies for that, folks. Well, let's, uh, let's just keep talking about the games instead. So, Tindaya will finally uh, see the live day, and it's very, very cool. I will be doing a run-through of... Um, I need to pr- know how to pronounce this. Ahau, Rulers of the Yucatan. Um, you know, Jen and I, we've already set this up. We've played through about half a game. I'm going to play it again and then film it uh, in, in uh, probably next week. And then I think it goes live in the middle of the week. I'm really excited about this one. It's a very, very deep and interesting, rich Euro simulation. And the developers have really gone above and beyond with working with cultural consultants um, from Mexico nice. and, uh, you know, and, and professors to get a lot of detail. And, I mean, they, they are just hitting all the buttons. It looks like it's going to be really fantastic. You can watch for that coming soon. Then we've, oh boy, oops, I went too far. We've got Old London Bridge which I just filmed the other day. It'll be going live, I think, next week. And honestly, I was blown away by this game. I thought, oh, it's a Leo Colombian game. We like his designs. But this one really goes above and beyond. A very interesting, tense, and yet incredibly simple, elegant, easy-to-teach Euro game about building buildings on the old London Bridge. Uh, Watch for that run-through coming from me pretty soon. Really like that one a lot. And uh, Rolling Heights. Ryan, uh, Nights Around a Table, is going to be doing an excellent how-to-play rules video for this. And, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, no offense to Rodney. Rodney, I love you. But Ryan is the best in the biz, and that's why I have him doing rules run-throughs on my channel. And this is a very, very cool game where instead of rolling dice to trigger actions, you literally roll meeples to build cool 3D skyscape or, you know, skyscrapers and all that. So you'll be able to see uh, Ryan teaching everybody how to play it when it goes on Kickstarter. And then there's Astro Knights. Oh, I love me some Astronauts because yeah. I love me some Aeon's End. And this is basically a science fiction sequel to Aeon's End. Um, I already did a live playthrough of this on Twitch. And I took that playthrough, edited it down, and turned it into a run-through that will be going live this month when the uh, Kickstarter launches. Again, I think on the 8th. And then what else have we got? We have got, oh, LaGranja Deluxe Master Set. Almost a day does not go by, Ruel, that somebody doesn't contact me saying, why haven't you covered LaGranja Deluxe Master Set? And I have to respond, I know, I want to cover this so much because I love LaGranja. It's been in my top 50 forever. And this new Super Deluxe Set, which is actually live on Kickstarter right now, and I think it's going for another 10 days. As I understand it, I've got a prototype. It's in the mail. I think it's coming from the Brothers Murph, if I recall correctly. And so hopefully it'll get here today or tomorrow, and I'll have enough time to get a run-through of this filmed before the campaign is over. I can't wait, because it includes a a gameplay module from Steffenfeld. So Steffenfeld, um, I got my Feld in my Lagrania, which is very, very cool. And oh, and then Seas of Havoc. This just went live this morning. Uh, it's a cool little, or actually a fairly uh, expansive and ambitious deck building uh, pirate skirmish game. And uh, Shay did a great run through of it. I think it looked very, very good. So, uh, those games, having gotten those out of the way, that's a little sneak peek of what will be coming on the channel this month. Now we can actually talk about um, top tens that really caught our fancy. So, Ruel. Uh, why don't you begin? What is our number 10 most anticipated Kickstarter game? Hmm. Our number 10. As you can see, there's so many great games out there coming out. Um, our number 10, though, is... Why is it not showing up on the thing? 
Oh, because we're because we're filming live and everything wants to work. We're, we're live, yeah. Yes. I pressed sync. All right. It is not if it's not it. working for you, that means uh, I will do double duty. Ruel, what's the name of your number 10? I'll type it in. Starship Interstellar. Starship Interstellar. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I, I, I believe you should have links ready. To uh, yes, I do. Uh, a friend of mine sent me links. I'll go on ahead and put that in. I have to admit, I'm interested in looking at this because I don't remember seeing that on the list in the 700 games that I looked at last night. Yeah, you know, you were talking about looking over. I mean, both of us, I'm sure we were like up. I was up late and, you know, early this morning. I got my list in late to our friend that uh, curates it because yeah. there's a lot of stuff out there. But this one, um, you are, we play as... Um, uh, the sun is dying and oh. it's going to destroy everything and possibly earth itself. So it's up to us, you know, humankind to get out there and build this colossal interstellar spaceship, uh, starship um, to uh, get out and save whatever humanity we can. Okay. Um, can we do it? We shall see. It's from what I understand, there's not too much information out there yet, but from what I understand, you know, it's going to have, um, I believe a modular board. You're going to be doing some resource management because you got to, you know, gather resources to build the ship. I mean, people are panicking because the sun is dying mm. and you have to get out before, you know, all, all heck breaks loose. Uh, so yeah, with the little information, I mean, I just, I, I love the, the concept of this game, but you know, what really piqued my interest was yeah. one of the co-designers is Andrea Crespi. And I thought that name sound familiar. Okay. It's the co-designer of Potion Explosion. Oh, my gosh. Games. Yeah, there he is. Uh, Andrea, if you go there, or, uh, yeah. And uh, Alone. The, and, and Alone, which I Oh, and Apollo 13, I played that one. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I love Potion Explosion. This has, I have a feeling this has nothing to do with Potion Explosion. <laughs> yeah. The fact, the fact that he, well, maybe uh, the sun's exploding. I don't know, but uh, the fact that he's, you know, had such a, you know, great design in his background. I figure, hey, this this game's got my piqued my interest. Yeah, so, that's here a, it is. It is Starship Interstellar. Yeah, that's a, some pretty good uh, digging you did. I mean, because I mean, these are some really solid titles he's got on his resume, and yet I don't think he's a household name at all. So. Well right. done spotting that, sir, I have to say. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Okay. So, I mean, okay. you would say, so because like you said, there's, Interst- it's a little bit less inter- information than normal. It's really, it's the designer pedigree that got that on yeah. the list for you, right? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the theme, of course, like, okay, I like sci-fi stuff. But then, yeah, once I saw his name, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. Okay. Well, cool. Well, my... Uh, or sorry, say R number nine. This is our shared list. Uh, is Sky in the other way? There is no design pedigree here because it is from a first timer. But I'm still really intrigued by the game. My number nine is Citrus, and basically this is a cyberpunk Blade Runner inspired style game, um, and it's a worker placement game, and uh, it's from a first time designer, really young guy. Uh, there he is right there. Look how happy he is. He's so excited to be working on his first game, Sean Lee. And actually, to oh. learn more about this game, uh, I, I watched his video. They did a pretty good job of describing it. But I actually watched this interview between him um, uh, and the, the Meeple mentor. And I, I got to say, his raw, unbridled enthusiasm for his game uh, really caught my attention. But the first thing that got me was, when I saw the game set up here, I saw, hey, wait a minute. Is, is that the tree from Everdell? And um, not quite, but it's the it same basic like idea. It. 
And in this game, you actually use it for something. This is a worker placement game, as I understand it. You've got a bunch of workers that are going around to... There's the underworld, where all the poor people are. And then there's... It's not called Elysium, but it might as well be. All the people live up in the clouds. And your goal is to be making moves to get up there and get to those really sweet worker placement spots that is literally elevated up off the table. And... Cool. Yeah, it is. It's I'll admit it's it's kind of gimmicky, but still I suspect. I mean, that going above and beyond to really help sell the uh again, all I can think of is Matt Damon's Elysium film, you know, where we're stuck down here in the dirt and we finally get up there and and you know, and then we see what we can do. I mean, all that sounds very cool. The other thing that I really like about it is from a gameplay point of view, um, over the course of the game, you get more and more cards, and you slot them onto different sides. Let's see, is there a picture of your player board here? Uh, yeah, yeah, these are your player boards, and you slot more and more cards to the side of them. That uh, There are four core actions that are going to happen every round. And the more cards you get, you upgrade your ability to do action number two or action number four. And these actions are go out and complete missions, uh, harvest resources, harvest resources when other players are doing things. So you can program yourself to get better and better and better at certain things. But it's all towards the eye of... Of making it up to the sky. And, you know, between those ideas and, again, I, I cannot stress enough just how... I mean, he is a good salesman for his own game. He really got me involved as he was talking about, you know, all the inspiration. He took a lot of inspiration from... Uh, his primary inspiration for this game, Wingspan and Terraforming Mars. And he Ooh. took those and tried to come up with a Blade Runner Elysium-style thing. And so that all sounds... Very, very cool to me, which is why it's number nine on the list, uh, Citrus. Oh, that looks really cool. And I, I like the fact that you pointed that that tree-looking thing. You know, in Everdell, it's basically just used to hold workers and a couple of cards and stuff. But this actually, you are actually climbing up there as part of the game, which is which I think is neat. Yep, yep, okay. yep. Well, Let's cool. Move on so to, that's number nine. Um, number eight, what do you got? Our number eight, I'm going to try, uh, hopefully, let, let me try to do this real quick. Is it working? It's not showing up. Darn of course it. it's not. It's okay. I'll do double duty. Okay. What's your number eight? All right. Double duty. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic, the board game. Deep Rock Galactic, Galactic. The, board game. the board game. Oh, yeah. I saw this. Yeah, this is based off of a uh, video game franchise, right? Yeah, and that's. I, I was wondering if you knew about it. I, okay, I'm not familiar with the, the um, video game. Uh, but I am it not is a tabletop. Yeah, it's a tabletop adaptation of uh, this game that apparently is pretty popular. Um, you, we are uh, dwarf miners. We're uh, mining in space. We've got the scout, the engineer, the gunner, and the driller, and we're working together. So it is a cooperative game. It's got dice rolling, mm -hmm. and you're trying to mine you know, the rare mi minerals in there and stuff, and eventually you're going to fight monsters, and you're going to try to get all the resources available that will help you complete uh, your missions. It looks a lot of fun. Like I, I literally just played Dice Miner yesterday, and ah. just that whole theme of like dwarves mining stuff. I think that's what drew me to this. I was like, hey, I like uh, dwarves that mine stuff. Why not do it in this uh, setting here? It looks fun. The well, you know, it looks stunning. A, you know, I mean, it, it does right, and it's got you know uh, minis and oh my gosh, uh, I just looking at the website. Uh, I was looking at their official website. Okay, and it. It seems like the designers not only, you know, they come from a video game background, but it reminds me of um, when Riot, was it Riot Games? Uh, I, I was, forget, I uh, was literally just going to mention Riot Games and Mechs vs. Minions. Mechs vs. Minions. And it seems like they're doing a similar thing where the, the designers come out on their website and say, hey, we're tabletop fans as well. This is our, you know, this is our love letter as well to uh, tabletop games, but we're going to put, you know, put out uh, Deep Rock Galactic. And yeah, I mean, look at it. It, it looks uh, like a blast. I don't know if it's 
for everyone. It's um, but it is a cooperative dice rolling game, yeah. so I, that that might get some people into it. I'm looking forward to it. I, again, I'm new to this um, uh, franchise, but Deep Rock Galactic—that's our number eight for upcoming Kickstarter games. That yeah, I, mean, I have to admit, I I did see this one. And I looked at it very quickly and said, oh, yeah, there's a lot of dice rolling. And that, personally, that's not necessarily for me, but I could see. Uh, but I didn't actually yeah. take the time to look at him. My God, that thing looks stunning. That is right? amazing looking. Okay. Yeah. You get that video game money in the uh, tabletop industry, things like that happen, you know? And, and you're right. The example of Riot Games and what they did for Mechs vs. Minions, you have professional game makers who there it's in their entire life. And it just so happens, oh, yeah, we make video games, but we love board games. And, you know, yeah. That can be. I mean, that has proven in the past to be an amazing combination of stuff. So that is a yes. good number eight. So thank you. let's go from All that right. huge, super mini ambitious uh, number eight to a, uh, a much more sedate, just a, a nice little number seven. It's called okay. Retrograde. And I don't know if you Retrograde. saw this one when you were looking through the list. I did not. I did okay. not. Well, I'll be honest. The, uh, the art grabbed me. Because it is a game oh. uh, about old oh, style, you know, Galaga Space Invaders type gameplay, race to yes. blast evil asteroids uh, in, and here's the thing that got me: this real time roll and write. Re- oh, a yeah. real time roll and write? Oh my goodness! Tell now, me more. Yeah, I know, and I'm, I'm sure for some people, like, oh, roll and writes. No, oh, you know, that's that's a double whammy. But for me, I really enjoy a good uh, real time game, and I'm still in love with roll and writes. I'm always looking for new stuff, and apparently, there's none of it here on Board Game Geek. I found information about this game somewhere, but apparently, it wasn't on Board Game Geek. But I will, I can describe. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, that's right, because Ruel, you don't have to take my word for it. You can play this right now. It's on Tabletopia. And the rules are available on Tabletopia. So I actually went on Tabletopia, read the rules, um, you know, jumped in, didn't have anybody to play with, just rolled the dice a little bit. But so in a nutshell, what's going on with the game is we each have our little game console. We're trying to blow up all the different colored aliens. We roll dice in every round. Um, we are going to, what was it? There, oh, we're rolling and re-rolling dice as fast as we can to try to get the right combination of aliens and colors to fulfill these uh, cards that come out as part as far as setup every Around, there's a few different cards to say oh you could shoot for this type of alien or this type of alien or this type of alien so we start rolling as fast as we can until we can get okay this will be good enough I, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna I, you're trying to clear out rows or you're trying to clear out columns because when you do that you unlock all kinds of bonuses and of course uh it maybe doesn't look like it here but it is a rolling right you are literally um using a pen and scratching out all the aliens as they go and um the real time part is the rolling and re-rolling and re-rolling to try to get the perfect thing because once somebody okay this is good enough I, I'm going to be happy with this. They shout, stop! And now everybody else, if I recall correctly, gets two more rolls to try to get the best they can, and then that's what they've got. So, I mean, you, we've seen a lot of games like this. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Steam Park, as an example, where, oh, it's a, it's a race, everybody's trying to do the best thing they can, and then we stop, and now everybody resolves their stuff. And in this case, the rolling is real-time, and then the riding is after the fact, where you unlock all kinds of special abilities, like being able to modify the dice and get extra rolls, like get four rolls at the end instead of two, so you can afford to go a little bit slower. So... I like the subject matter. I like roll and rights. I like real time. So when I saw all those things together, I figured I had to check out number seven, Retrograde. Great choice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this uh, now that I've seen it. I, I Yeah, I totally missed this. But um, real time roll and right, you, you had me at hello, sir. Uh, yeah, I know. It. Yeah, we're not okay. done with roll and right yet. I know roll and right haters. There's still a lot of cool stuff that can be done with the genre. And so I'm excited about yeah. that one. So am I. Okay, let's move on to our number six. Uh, this is... Oh, hey, it worked. I got it. You got it. Yes. 
Yes. Yay. It's Spring, a cooperative game of growth. Now, I don't know if you saw this. Now, there is very minimal information out there. I mean, there's nothing on BGG, just like a box cover. They do have, there's the official site where you can sign up for it. Uh, this caught my eye because of the theme. It's yes. a cooperative game where, okay, so in this, uh, the, the city that we're in, um, the biological control unit, I think that's what it's called. They have dis, um, un, uh, they this big robot thing. Big robot thing. Yeah. They destroy any unauthorized biological growth in the city. Yeah. So basically natural spaces like parks and, you know, stuff like that, they are outlawed in this. And it's up to us, the players, to go against them and overthrow the city and grow plants and get it back to nature and bring all that stuff back in. We want our greenery. We want our shrubbery. We want all that. And that's what the game's about. That's that's what we're doing is um, working on that. And, uh, oh, yeah, you can see on the... the uh, um, officials game site there all, all the different you know cards and things that you can do i i just i love the theme and that, that's what you know brought me in just the theme alone now springtime it's it's a little tough for me personally because of my allergies you know i'm out there and <laughs> springtime the yeah, flowers and stuff it, it can be a little rough for me but the game itself i'm looking forward to because i love this whole thing like we're fighting against like, the big robot thing we want to bring nature back to our city and that's why it's our number six Spring, a cooperative game of growth. Yeah, you know what? I did see this. I saw this oh, on the um, the pre-launch list like six months ago, and I was so excited. Okay. I almost put it on six months ago. And our friend who you know who collates our list and makes sure we don't have overlaps and whatnot, he took a look and uh-huh. said, "Yeah, this one's not coming anytime soon. You should probably wait until it's closer." At the time, this website oh. did not exist. I mean, there was just like a pre-launch okay. page and nothing. And I'm like, oh, but I yeah. so love this idea of a future where greenery is outlawed and we're we're rebels trying to bring greenery back to a yeah. cold, barren city. And it's got that really cool robot that's chasing us around. I love everything yeah. about this theme. And so, I, and yeah, it must be getting closer because, yeah, I mean, this is a very cool website. They've obviously put, the, put their time into it. They're getting people to sign up. Speaking of which, by the way, folks, I should say, um, as we always do, because everything on our top 10 list we found from the uh, Kickstarter or GameFound coming soon list, every single one of these, if you look down in the show notes, has a link that lets you go to a page where you can tick a box to say, hey, let me know when this game launches. Uh, you know, and then you can forget about it. And then, you know, so if this sounds interesting at all to you, follow the link down in the show notes, tick the notify me on launch, and then, well, hey, in a couple of weeks or a couple of months, you'll say, oh, that's that game that Royal was talking about. So cool. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm really excited about this. I was, ever since I've seen this, and I've seen it month after yeah. month, I'm like, no, I should probably wait. So I'm glad you did the extra research and saw that there, that, you know, the wheels are in motion and spring is yeah. coming. All right. Which cool. is much nicer yeah, than I, winter it, coming, I must say. Exactly. As, as, as a catchphrase. <laughs> okay, spring so that's our number six. Spring. Yeah. Yep. Let's uh, let's go to our number five. Okie doke. Well, a number five is through ice and snow, and uh, ah. this is a uh, what would you call it? A, kind of not really heavy, maybe a medium to heavyweight Euro game uh, that is all about the uh, Northwest Passage. You know, trying to uh, you know cut cut away through and and uh, and launch successful expeditions, you know, trying to explore the Northwest Passage, trying to map the Northwest Passage, trying to prove it even exists and all of that. So it's got really interesting um, subject matter that I've, I mean, there have been a few other games and I've always been interested in it. But what's really uh, uh, caught my eye about this one, and it's kind of a bummer, there are no screenshots on Board Game. I found screenshots of this someplace, but apparently it wasn't Board Game Geek. Was it in the show notes? Um, or this is uh, somebody talking about it. But anyway, um, we'll just stick. It's, it's, it's a nice enough looking 
uh, box. That's kind of scary looking. Um, and, uh, oops. Oh, do I not even have it on screen? Oh, shoot. Have I not even shown it the whole time? Silly me. No, it's on there. Okay, there we go, yeah. So, uh, it's about the Northwest Passage. It's a worker placement game. And um, players have a group of specialized workers, scientists and riggers and stuff like that. And so every round, as we move our way through the environment, trying to map the Northwest Passage, uh, new opportunities on the board become available. You know, as we break more ice and get into new areas. The trick thing that really got me interested about this game, because, you know, it's worker placement stuff, you know, launching expeditions, dealing with your dog sleds, all that kind of stuff. But what really caught my eye is, as, even though you and I are competing to be the most successful at this, we are moving through together. When you're the lead, well, you will choose where are we going, and that gives everybody access to a different collection of worker placement spots. And then we take turns trying to do that stuff. And like, I do not want to go there. And you're like, well, I can see. Yeah, you brought a really good scientist. We're not going to go over there in the place where you can do some research. We're going to go over in this direction. And now everybody deals with the consequence of whoever the lead player was. Because, um, you know, we're all kind of working in the same direction. And that really caught my eye. A dynamic worker placement spot where players are choosing what sections of the board are the ones that are actually going to be active. That's really, really cool. The subject matter is really, really cool. So I am definitely interested in our number five through ice and snow wow that looks wonderful i um i i passed over this on the on the list i i didn't take a closer look at it but i'm glad you you brought it up because this looks this looks fantastic yeah okay let's move on to our number four i'm gonna see if my luck continues you can do it buddy little... come on no, yes age of rome <laughs> age of rome four. okay yeah yeah i'm i'm pretty sure you saw this on the list it, it was i did there. i very yeah. much did yes yeah, uh, this is, um, you want, you know, you and your uh, fellow opponents are looking to become new Emperor of Rome. We just talked about a worker placement. This is another worker placement game uh, where you're balancing war, politics, trade, uh, religion, all that good stuff. Uh, everyone has a hero that's assigned to them, asymmetric powers and abilities. You get secret quests. And what really, again, th this is the thing that caught my eye. It's got a rotating board. Yes. You, I don't know if you can see that. There well, it is right uh, there, there are pictures of it. We, we will see them. Yeah. Yeah, rotating board where you're going to earn your glory points, right? Uh, as far as um, playing through the nine rounds, you're going to go uh, bring your workers there and hopefully, you know, conquer the regions that you want to conquer and uh, complete your secret quests and earn more of those glory points. Uh, I, I just, I, I like, I mean, I don't know if it's gimmicky or not, but I just, I love the, the whole rotating board. You yeah. know, you can, you know, it, it's, a, it's a nice little element and it's another way that designers are, you know, pushing the bounds, uh, the boundaries of uh, board game design. You know, why not, instead of just having that static board where, okay, I know where I'm going to go here, let's have it, you know, revolve during the game and evolve the, the mm -hmm. gameplay as well. Uh, that was the that was the thing that really caught my eye and that got me excited about it because, um, you know, worker placements and, you know, moving boards, I'm all about it. Yep. That's why it's our number four, Age of Rome. And it's a good choice. I saw this. I seriously considered putting it on my list uh, because mm -hmm. it's just freaking gorgeous. The yes. color in this game, nice. the art style, and then, like you said, a really cool dynamic board where the, the, the game is alive. Uh, and I don't yeah. know if you saw in one of these pictures, the really cool way you build a little Parthenon-type thing out of pieces of wood. Everything <laughs> about right. this game looks like an amazing production. The only reason I didn't put it on my list is because this is, this is covering all the elements of ancient Rome, including warfare. And the description does, for folks who are interested in this, does describe a fair bit of opportunities for uh, backstabbery or skullduggery or whatnot. As I recall, I I read somewhere yep. um, one of the uh, oh I think it was in the designer diary one of the entries was et tu brute 
and that should give you an idea. Um, and so, as a Care Bear player, that's not really going to be for me. But, oh man, this yeah. game looks so great. And, interestingly, it does have a solo mode. So, um, right. yeah. T-Bone Game Studios, well, I'm not sure who you are, but I, I, do, I do solo previews of uh, games on Kickstarter. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it yeah. out there. Because, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I just want this thing on my table. It looks so beautiful. It does look gorgeous, yeah. That's our number four, Age of Rome. Number four. Okay, yeah. I was wondering if you are going to mention it. Because I, 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 it looks so good, I almost thought I'd put it on anyway, yeah. even though it's clearly, clearly not for me. Um, right. But then I knew I had a partner and who has yes. excellent taste and who would pick Thank really you. good stuff that, um, that I <laughs> skipped on for whatever reason. Because sometimes I'm a big baby and I just don't want to hit. It's not that I don't want to be hit. Everybody thinks it's like, oh, your Rado just hates conflict because he doesn't like getting beaten up. No, I don't like beating people up. Beat me up yes. all day long, game. Smack me around. Um, but anyway, and speaking of which, uh, that's as, as smooth a uh, tra- uh, transition as I can into our number three, Monster Pit. Oh, Where Monster the monsters Pit. will definitely smack us around. This is from um, Elzracor, and this is basically a sequel to Catacombs. And I don't know if you ever played Catacombs. Uh, it's been around for a long time. Yes, Okay, yeah, and it's awesome. I, I know that uh, you know the original Catacombs was very nice, but then when Elsewhere got the rights for it and brought in the art of Quanchai Moria, they're like, oh my gosh! It's uh, and I have had my copy of Catacombs forever. I should say, what is Catacombs? Catacombs is a player versus player where one player is a dungeon master trying to kill all the players, the other players are heroes trying to make it through the dungeon that the dungeon master is protecting, and it's all through disc flicking. Wonderful, beautiful, cool-looking little discs with great Quan Chi Aurea mark, uh, art and cool special powers and all that. And now what Monster Pit does is it takes the same basic disc-flicking fantasy adventure combat and turns it into, if you want, and this is what I want, a cooperative tower defense game. Where, I mean, because that's our problem with Catacombs. We love it, but it's a very long game where we spend hours just trying to destroy each other. Now we can play a fast, hyper-quick, efficient game where we are trying to fight off wave after wave of bad guy. And in a disc-flicking format, I cannot wait to see how they do this. Now, don't get me wrong. You can also play it a one-versus-many like the original Catacombs, and or there can be teams. I think there's several different ways to play it. But it's the co-op that really gets my attention. I don't know if you ever saw, there was a cooperative... Um, oh, what was it? Uh, oh, uh, what, what, what's the old West shoot 'em up disc flicking game? Uh, flick 'em up. Flick 'em up. And Flick 'em up had a Dead of Winter uh, crossover game oh, that right. you could play yeah, cooperatively. Yeah. And that was brilliant. I loved the co op there, but it was kind of an afterthought. They just threw it in and it wasn't a big part of the game. Now, the entire game can be focused on cooperative disc flicking with gorgeous art. Fun gameplay, because again, Catacombs was fantastic. So I have very, very high hopes for this one. So it looks great. I expect it's going to play great based on the pedigree. And I cannot wait to see what does co-op disc flicking look like. We'll find out when we all get a chance somewhere down the road to play number three, Monster Pit. Yeah, you, you had me at uh, Quan Chai Moria and yeah. disc flicking and cooperative. Yeah, I'm I'm super interested in this game. This one, it, it seems like it'll be a big hit with uh, my main gaming group and uh, my family and friends. So great number three. Cool. Okay. Let's move on to uh, number two on our list um, of upcoming Kickstarter games. 
Number two is Reckland yep. Run. I've got it. You had just mentioned solo games. Yeah, this is a solo game, folks. One player. And y'all, if you watch this show, if you've seen me on the internet before, you know I'm a big fan of Scott Alms. Uh, he does all the tiny epic games. He's done uh, solo games. And he actually just did a solo game that's also that was also released by Renegade last year. Or was it last year or the year before? Uh, called Warp's Edge. Which I believe was it was two years ago. Yes. Yeah. Two years ago, yes. And this is uh, this is uh, another solo game of his that's going to be, you know, it's got a lot of storytelling. It, the mechanisms, they do, do say it's um, dice-driven, so okay. I'm wondering if it's, I don't know if it's going to be a bag builder like uh, Warp's Edge was. Uh, the It's a post-apocalyptic game where, it, I mean, it looks like Mad Max, you know, yeah. and it's a race it's, it's a race game, so you're trying to, you know, race on out from the, the baddies and stuff. So not much info's there. They do have a first look there, a uh, video, and uh, you can see all I'm just going to throw up uh, some video from Man vs. Meeple. Apparently, Jeremy... Oh, Jeremy! Of course, Jeremy is the uh, premier solo uh, board game cover in the industry. Jeremy yes. Howard, one step ahead of all of us. Um, Man vs. Meeple, great, great channel if you've never checked them out, folks. And, um, yes. you know, they're, they're all wonderful. And, uh, yeah, I saw this, and I thought about putting it on my list. And uh, uh, I knew you were going to put it on your list. There's no two ways you weren't going to put it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this this hits all the notes. I mean, look at this. You're going to build your car, and you're going to you know use the dice to, uh, I'm sure, improve, and also you know attack and uh, try to get away and stuff. I mean, th- this looks so cool. Look at and, it. Um, I, yeah. I just I love the storytelling element to it. I, I don't know who's going to be doing the narrative, but for his Warp's Edge, they had Banana Chan, who was a one of the premier RPG writers. Uh, she came or they came in and uh, did the story, and I loved it. Oh, so I'm okay. hoping that. Yeah, I'm hoping they're involved with this one as well. But that's why I'm hyped about it. Scott Alms and Renegade, they're producing a really nice solo series of games over there at Renegade along with uh, this one. Um, were you a fan of Warp's Edge? I, don't, I, don't I thought Warp's Edge was phenomenal. It. I'm generally yeah. not that big a uh, solo guy, but I did actually play right. it solo, and I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I... I, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, I'm not that... Yeah. I don't have that's a big why... love of Mad Max stuff, but okay. this is going to be amazing. Yeah, and that's why I'm so excited about just be the uh, again. We talk about you know designer pedigree. I mean Scott Alms, he's going to bring you know his A game. I'm sure to this, and he does all his like I love all his solo implementations. I mean these are strictly solo games, but I just played a little one on button from Button Shy Games called uh, uh, Food Chain Island that he did. It was a nice little wonderful mm-hmm. puzzle game. I love the tiny epic series of games that he does, and I always think he is. Solo uh, um, variant rules are really well thought out and really well designed. So anytime you mention Scott Alms and Solo, I've got the antenna up. I'm like, yep, I'm I'm ready for it. So that's why it's our number two, Recklin Run. That looks amazing. I have rarely been this jealous of uh, Jeremy and David. Look at them. Just lording it over. Oh, yeah, we've got it here. We've been playing. And we're just going to talk about it. It's like, oh, don't you have connections at Renegade Royal? What's going on here? Yeah, you know what I do. I, I just, you know, I'm gonna have to um, reintroduce myself. Yeah, I think Jay-Z you need to make a few calls. Because uh, yes, yeah, that looks fantastic. And if you want to know more, Agreed. folks, yeah, go check out uh, Man vs. Meeple's video of it. I haven't watched it yet, um, but honestly, at this point, just looking at it, they've sold me on the thing. Jeez oh, yeah. Louise, good stuff this week. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that was a very so good uh, number two. Um, man, that is gonna be hard to follow up with our number one. But I. I do stand by it, I would have to say. Number one on our list, although I'll admit it's cheating, I'm cheating a little bit, is uh, uh, Chong An. And it's cheating because uh, when I was going through the 700 games yesterday, on um, you know going through there, this was a coming soon. 
it launched this morning. So it's actually live. Um, so uh, basically, I cannot send you to a pre-launch page of it, but you can actually go to the real Kickstarter page. So let's just go on ahead and do that. This is not normally what we do. Kickstarter.com. Uh, let's see. Chang. Or let me put their name in. Let's go check out the Kickstarter page because I believe it's live even as we speak. If I can find it. And no, I can't. Why can't I find it? Did I spell it wrong? All right. All righty. I can't. Why can't I find it, Ruel? It's our number one. I clearly yeah, made a typo because I was doing this at one o'clock in the morning. All right. Let me see if I can... I'm going to find this. Don't worry, folks. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Got it. I think I got it. I think I got it. I think I got it. I could just talk about it, but it's much better to show than tell, I find. So right. let's show you our number Always. one, uh, Chang On, which is live on Kickstarter right now. Build the city of Chang On. I was spelling it right. Why didn't I find that? New engine building resource management game from Nestor Mangone and Carlo uh, Camaroto. Now, Carlo, I'm very sorry. Your name is not as familiar to me, but Nestore Mangone, yes. This is a guy to watch. Everything that story touches turns to board game gold. Cardboard gold is what this guy does. And so I expect great things from this game. Let's see. What's I one didn't of the even know. Largest I the, uh, what, what's in this video? I didn't even know it's coming. Okay, so it's it's a game. It's a very simple game at its heart. What you're going to do is uh, you're going to play a card that represents a person, place, or thing here, and you're going to put it on the top of your board. You're going to stack them up and create these little mini engines where, hey, I put it on this stack, I get to gather everything of one type of resource. When you're doing that, you could also take stuff from elsewhere and move them around. And then what's ultimately going to happen is as you're putting them in these individual stacks above your board, they will slide down and become little mini engines on the board itself. And I love this idea that when they're up above, they're resource generating. And then once they slide down to, and, and, and what row, what column you choose is very important because ultimately it's going to join a different engine down below. And so you're like, okay, what do I want to gather right now? I need to gather these stone, but I need this thing to slide down over to this other column where all it's going to do is give me a little bit of lumber. And so having to make those kinds of choices, this game, it looks very pretty. It's got design yeah. pedigree for day. It's live on Kickstarter starter right now i hadn't meant to do this but how's it doing let's see here um it's sure uh, it looks like it's gonna oh. fund on the first day it's doing okay um nice. boy i really wish they had contacted me because i would love to be doing a preview for it right now because just that core idea of i've got this card and I've got a compromise. I can put it over here. I'll get a lot of stuff, but it'll make a crappy engine later, or I can make a great engine later. You know, bird in the hand, two in the bush. I always love those kinds of ideas. Nestore, um, you know, is you know, definitely one to watch. And uh, it looks like it has a great presentation, too. So definitely one yeah. I think is worth looking out. And number one on the list, Chang On from uh, Deer Games. Oh. And uh, for I that one, it. there'll be a link actually down to the Kickstarter campaign instead of the pre-launch page in the show notes. If you have a hard time finding it like I just did while filming live. Oh. <laughs> awesome. You know, that, that main mechanism, when I saw it, it reminds me, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, the game Aquatica, doesn't that have a mm, similar That's thing interesting. You start up taut, and then it brings it down below. I, again, I, I, it's been a while since I played it. But it reminds me of a little bit about that. I mean, I'm sure they're different, but just that fact that you can slot it in different areas and they play differently on top of your board than when they play uh, on yeah. the bottom. Of your I, I, board. I, yeah, I mean, oh. and and, and um, yeah, and Aquatica is phenomenal. That idea yeah. of you know cards kind of grow and change in terms of what they mean yeah. to you over the course of the game. Yeah. Yep. 
And so, that is another pretty game as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a lot of work going through 700 <laughs> entries. <laughs> Jeez Louise. You know what makes it a lot easier yeah. is if Kickstarter would split it up because it's just tabletop. And so they include all their RPG stuff in there. And about a third of it yeah. is RPG. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really. Oh, it's a, it's a role playing game. Yeah, we don't do yeah. a role-playing channel. <laughs> the number of times I keep getting bait and switched. Kickstarter, please, totally. c- classify role-playing games as a, another subcategory of under tabletop, please. Very but anyway. Sweet. Make our job easier. Yes, yes, yeah, because it's, it's all about us. So, that's exactly. it, folks. Uh, another 10 great-looking games. We have a few more to talk about, but we're going to do that in the after show, which we talked about right up front. Remember, there's a lot more to this show if you watch the extended edition, which you can hit that eye in the top right corner screen or go follow the show notes to check out. And um, in closing, did you hear it, folks? Did you hear one of us say allergies? Um, because if so... Send um, your uh, email to contestatraw.com with uh, the game, not the word allergies, but the game in the subject. And this is so important, folks. Your country that you would like shipped to in the body. Or it could be in the subject, too. But we need to know where you are to decide uh, whether you're going to be getting an awesome Onitama bundle or whether you're going to get the uh, Legacies uh, Kickstarter package, one or the other. Phew, we made it, Ruel. Um, I will I will it. leave the floor to you to close out the show. Well, we did it again. This is episode 26. We are still going strong, and you know what? I always enjoy my time here, my friend, talking games with you, and, you know, looking at these Kickstarters coming up, I, you know, it's still early, but I feel like it's going to be a fantastic year of board games. It keeps getting better. I know a lot of people don't want to yeah. believe it, but it keeps getting better. In cardboard yes. form, I think. All right, well, Absolutely. thank you for those inspirational final words. Thank you for watching. And uh, thanks once more to the sponsor of the show. I'm going to have to redo that. What the freaking frack? Where is it? Uh, <laughs> there you go. I hate having to edit. And thank you once again. Wait. Oh. Oh, okay. oh. All right. Okay, it's fine. A mic. My yeah, mic, mic is good. Issue. I think they're just booming at me because I blew it. We were almost oh, perfect. Okay. Totally flawless. Although that one was far from flawless. Okay, wait. Let's just finish the show. Silence for a little bit. And thanks once more to the sponsor of the show, Arcane Wonders. Have a nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye Whoopsie. <laughs> okay. I have just been so wrapped up with all my tech crap and you know trying to yeah. figure out what's going on and uh, yeah, I was clearly not ready for this episode. And I mean, I wasn't exaggerating. I don't know about you, but this was um, this was a hard list to make because there were it, it was it was so it, it was tough. Much. You know, yeah, like I like I mentioned before, like I didn't get my list of games to our friends to collate until this morning. I'm usually pretty good about getting the uh, late at night, but yeah, yeah, it, it was a, it was a lot this time. Uh, but you know, we made made it through it, uh, folks. We are back here on Twitch live with y'all. Um, yes. Thank you for hanging out during the show. Let's see uh, what's going on in chat and. Um, all kinds of comments going mm-hmm. happening here. Let me see if I yeah. Let's well, see what happened while we were, uh, you know, AFK for all intents and purposes. Uh, yes, well, thank yes. you, Asphyxion, for the cheers for the hundred bits. You're getting us closer to another run through. And Denoga, we had some cheers, and I did hear the little uh, Mario right. coins in my ear, but I just can't stop to say thank you. Thank you so much for getting us closer. Thank you, Fem. I'm sure she kept up the hug brigade for the entire show. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, let's see. So, uh, I know you want to be out of here by two. We got 15 minutes. We haven't, uh, do we want to do some Q&A? 
yeah, let's let's bust out some Q and A. Okay, uh, friends. Uh, yeah, drop out questions in chat. And we will bring them up and answer them to the best of our abilities uh, here at the R and R post show. Yes, and uh, start your question entries with a question mark at the beginning, um, because that and that means it puts it into a special queue, so it's easy for well to catch them and throw them up on screen. So, for instance, I'll do one right now. Question mark yeah, is how I start. Hey, Ruel, why are you so handsome? And so, oh, by starting with a question mark, that went into a little queue, and he can see that, and you can delete that one if you want. Or, answer the question! Oh, throwing that up there. You know we're throwing it up there. <laughs> there is no answer for that. But thank you for very much for the test run of that. Uh, we're getting questions now. Oh, wait, oh before we get to the questions, we totally forgot. There were other games. That's something we just wanted. I mean, probably somebody will ask, what other games yep. did we have in mind? Um, yeah. You actually mentioned a few of mine, actually. So I didn't have okay. a full 10. I, I also okay. had Reckland Run. Yep. Um, I was really close to I Guess This Is It from Button Shy. Did you see that one? Oh, I missed that from Button Shy? Really? Oh my gosh, I missed it. Here's the deal. I thought for sure it was going to be on your list. And so I left it I off totally because you are so oh in love God. with the Button Shies. Yeah, I'm a I'm a new button shy. I mean, I literally have a button shy game right in front of me on the table here. Oh, so for shame! I, well, if it oh. doesn't launch this month, we'll probably talk about it in next month's because I definitely want okay. to. It's a it's another button shy game, so it's just a little wallet full of games. It's a cooperative game yeah. for two players. I think maybe we can play three. But what we're doing every turn is we're pl- we're it's a game where um, loved ones have to say goodbye to each other forever. It's oh. really somber. And moody and atmospheric. And we do that by playing cards. Because this is our last chance to say what we think and feel. And get closure on our relationship. And we do it by kind of playing cards down domino style. Trying to match symbols. And the game actually encourages you to role play. And take the opportunity to talk about things that the game actually prompts you to to do. Because you're really just trying to do this cooperative domino game. But then it's got this whole atmospheric emotional thing on top of it. I can't believe you didn't see it. I thought for sure it was going to be on your list. I totally missed it. Yeah, and that sounds wonderful. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you know, by the way, other games... My number one game was yeah. going to be Rolling Heights. So, oh, we get, yeah, of course, yes, yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, I haven't played it yet. In theory, I know I said right up front that Ryan's going to be Ryan's already done his rules run through for it. Again, Patreon yeah. backers have seen it weeks ago. <laughs> Supposedly, they're sending me a copy, and I'll do a run through for it as well. But we are Ooh. running out of time. Same as that Lagrana. Where's my Lagrana? I've got less yeah. than ten days oh to play and film I, this thing now. I got a uh, sneak preview of Rolling Heights uh, at Gen Con last oh, yeah. year, and I was yeah again John D. Clare, folks, another mm-hmm. designer I absolutely mm-hmm. adore. Oh, I, I should have mentioned that when stuff. I was uh, giving it a quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I also was uh-huh. really interested in the Lost Code and Comite, but um, uh, yeah, Lost Code. I mean, I'm I'm you know what was it? I talked about Old London Bridge from Leo Colavini it was so good. I'm kind uh-huh. of in a Leo Colavini state of mind. So I almost put nice. Lost Code on as well. But I knew it's something Jen would like, and, and it's it's a very reverse deduction-y type game. You know, Mastermind on yeah, steroids. Yeah. So it's just not my kind of thing. But I'm just kind of... Uh, did you have any th- other ones that you wanted to mention before we get to the cues? Because I'm sure we've got some cues yeah. built up. Yeah, we got some cues. Uh, well, I'll, I'll mention one more. And yeah. uh, it was actually mentioned during the uh, show here. Uh, Old London Bridge. That oh, my gosh. Yeah. It is you got really good. It looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. That was so that was another one on my list. Um, okay. let's look at chat. There's yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of questions though. Hit us, hit us with your best questions. Here. Fire away. All right. Let's start with Kabuki Kid. What is your favorite pre nineteen seventy movie? Oh. Whoa. That's a good I question. Like this question. Wow. I like this question. Wow. Oh. Uh, the first Seven thing that pops Samurai into my head is me? the Kane Mutiny. 
The second thing that pops into my head is 12 Angry Men. 12 Angry Men is so good. Yeah. I'm thinking Seven Samurai for me. One, sure. One, of course, our movie probably for me. Um, but, oh my gosh, Rashomon is good. Um, great question. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what uh, is a, a classic, which is right at the edge of 1970, 1969, I believe, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, yeah, yeah. Classic, um, uh, what's his name, Warren Beatty, yep. uh, Faye Dunaway and, film. Uh, yeah, Just because that was, that was such Dunaway, a game yeah. changer. Yeah, that's such a game changer as far as Hollywood was concerned. That one, you know, brought the level of violence in movies like, you know, tenfold. And Yeah. You know, that whole cinematic time from the late 60s to the late 70s, because it was, it was yeah. basically a generation of filmmakers who had grown up on film and were the first people in the world to ever go to school to know how to make, and, and, you, and just look at what came from that. You know, yeah. uh, you know Coppola and Lucas and Scorsese. You know, it's just, it's incredible. Um, you know, standing was, on the shoulders like said, was, of, yeah, of what had come before. Giants. Yeah, and it was right before, or like the mid '70s, when they got into the blockbuster era, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. With uh, with yeah. Jaws and then Star Wars, yep. Star and then Wars, everything yeah. changed okay, again. Yes. Um, let's uh, move on here. Um, this question here from Fensensei of the new to launch crowdfunding you saw, which will be the next million dollar campaign? Wow. My guess would be that one you mentioned, the uh, that's based on the Galactic. video game. Yeah, the Galactic one. Um, yeah, I mean, depending on how popular that game is, if that if that's a very yeah. popular video game, then I, I see that's gonna I mean, that that could be. It. I mean, geez, Louise, it looks so amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's I, what I, I saw figured, that. Yeah. I did a quick search. I saw. Oh yeah, look, it's got a lot of role to resolve combat. Eh, it's probably not for me. And maybe Royal mentioned, maybe it won't. But I so I didn't really spend any time looking into the background. That's really interesting. That it's coming from professional video game developers. That really does yeah. raise my personal interest in it a lot. It it does. Yeah. Uh, quick question here. Uh, Duchess asks, what games did you get for your birthday? Well, actually none. Um, everyone oh, no. that knows me, yeah, knows me that I get games, you know, I, since I create content, I get games from publishers and I also just buy my own games. So I get stuff that's outside of gaming from well, my What did you get family, then which... is the real underlying question. What did you get for your birthday? The real is, um, I got, that you I can got... say on a family friendly show. Gosh, you know, I, 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 I'm totally blanking here. What did I get? Um, actually, <laughs> Apparently, okay, stuff you can't talk about on a family-friendly show. Stuff I get to, well, here's here's the thing. <laughs> Michelle got me a present, but it is late on arrival. Oh, okay. It is stuck. The shipping, it, it's a little late. But you know what it is? Okay, for me, my the thing I always ask for for my friends and fam, fr- family, especially, is I just want to spend time with them. Oh, you know? sure. So we had... Uh, we just had a uh, we just hang out yes on Sunday ate all day hung out that's that's all I pre- that's all I just want is time you know time with the family but thanks and for you, the question and you apparently got um, that yeah I so definitely got that and that's, uh, yes thank you uh, how is Game Brewer for component quality I'm thinking of picking up Stroganoff or Hippocrates but worried about component quality durability really uh, isn't Game Brewer didn't they do Honey Buzz? Yeah, I thought they did. Or Let me double check that. I want to make sure I have that right. Before they went to Elf Creek, right? No, that's um, you're right. That's Elf Creek. That's not Game Brewer. What's a Game Brewer game oh, then? I have to admit, game I, Brewer. I have a hard time. I, I think in terms of designers. I very rarely think in terms yeah. of publishers. And that's not fair because, really, if you want to talk about you know expectations of quality, it's much more about the publisher than it is the designer. It's just it, it, that never goes into my head. So what are games from Game Brewer? I'll look as well. Uh, game Brewer. I thought they did... Um, what was that? Did they do the Paris with Kramer and Kiesling? Yeah, the, the big or was one. that Elf Creek um, again? Well, hey, maybe somebody I, from Board Game Geek could tell us. Welcome, Raiders! Hey, we're in the middle of a Q and A. Hi, How are you all. 
Now, as well, I understand it, what we're supposed to do is ask all the Raiders what did what were they just doing where you were? What were they talking about? What was what was yeah. what were uh, Aldi and the, or uh, Lincoln and the gang up to? What kind of hygiene yeah, were you just seeing? And welcome, welcome Raiders. Yeah, we're doing. We just filmed the R and R episode number twenty six. And what we do is we film it live, and before and after the episode's done, we take questions from the uh, viewers and hang out and uh, do all kinds of fun stuff. So welcome BGG TV. We're currently asking, talking about Game Brewer games. Yes. The and question yeah, was, right. how do, is their quality? They did the Paris game. I, yep. I went and looked it up. They did Paris. They did do Gugong. Those were both Gugong. fantastic productions. Yes. Both of them were great. Yes. And as far as component quality, Gugong, the one I played, was excellent. There's no no problems with that one. So I, I wouldn't worry about component I, quality. Yeah, I think I, I would imagine they're yeah. pretty safe. I'll be honest. The prototype I had for Hippocrates was better, was higher quality than a lot of shipped games I play, quite frankly. And that was a prototype really? they put together for me to film. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think they're probably a pretty safe bet. Oh, and the same thing was true for Stroganov cool. as well. That Stroganov prototype was amazing. It was. I was nice. sad to see it go. Okay. Uh, here's a here's sort of a more question. Oh, and by the way, is, uh, new people who are showing up, start your questions with a literal question mark at the beginning of the sentence, because then they go into a queue, so it's easy for Ruel to throw them up on screen. Yeah. Is there any way you can share links to the pre-launch pages to Twitch viewers during the live show, so we don't have to come back? Uh, that I feel like is a, a bit uh, a big ask, uh, just because you know as we're doing the show, it, we got like a ton of stuff running already. Exactly. And yeah. also, I don't even think it's fiscally possible because Twitch is yeah. does a lot of really amazing things, but it's incredibly primitive in a lot of ways. Most notably, True. you can't put HTML anything in the show notes of a show. If you put a freaking apostrophe in the show notes of a show on Twitch, it will explode into some kind of weird ASCII gobbledygook. Uh, it's so frustrating. When I first got on yeah. here, I was trying to say, okay, everything I put on the YouTube stuff, I'll put on the Twitch, and like... And just nothing works. And so I eventually just gave up. And, and and I don't think anybody expects anything to be there because I look on channels and they're always blank. And it's because yeah. it's absolutely terrible. So no, I'm afraid I don't. But when the show does go up, I mean, the important thing is you won't have to watch the show. You'll just be able to go over to YouTube, click the show notes, and they'll just all be right there just in one handy-dandy list. You're right. It would yep. be nice. But I, yeah, Twi- this, is, this is a shortcoming of Twitch. Twitch does not have a good way. I mean, I guess... I guess if if somebody wanted to volunteer to be the person to add them to the chat while we're going, we could maybe do something like that. That's yeah. interesting. Because that here's, a, here's be the thing. Here's a little behind the scenes, folks. While we're filming, like we said, a friend of ours takes both of our lists, collates it into one, and um, he tells me, hey, these are the ones on your list. Do whatever you want. And then he sends me a list of links for Ruel's stuff, bit.ly links. So I don't get to know what Ruel's about to say. I just have the links so I don't have to spend so much time typing them in. So in theory, I've got those. I could be throwing, at the same time that I'm throwing them into the browser, I could be throwing them into chat. Why wouldn't I do that? Maybe. I can't think yeah. of a reason why I wouldn't do that. So yeah. that's the answer to that question. Okay. Um, okay. whoever thought, whoever asked this, remind me next time and I'll try to remember to do that. Okay. Cool. But what's the next Let's question? Let's move on here. Brook asks, favorite button shy game since we were just talking about oh, that's easy. shy games there. Yeah. Um, uh, I like Sparopolis. I, I, I love Sparopolis. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Wrong. Uh, let me guess. Circle the wagons? Correct. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I... I haven't played Circle of Wagons yet. I haven't. I haven't played it yet. So uh, you're yeah. gonna have a hard time going back to Sprawlopolis. And don't get me wrong, Sprawlopolis is fantastic. I really like yeah. it. Uh, but yeah. oh my gosh, Circle of the Wagons is Circle of the Wagons is in my top fifty. I think it is the oh, wow. smallest. Okay. I mean, what, how do I rank it? 
Let me count. Very the nice. I'm gonna go look at that. And I know it's the, the same designer or one of the same designers. Yeah, is it Armini? Danny Devine Steve or. Da- Oh, I know Danny Devine's involved. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Involved. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Although I he and I think uh, Steve Aramini work together a lot. Got it. Okay, so yeah, that's... Um, I, I'm going to sprawl off this, but you know what? I just Michelle and I just played Tussie Mussy last night on live stream. We really enjoy this for... It's super quick, but it's got um, one of my favorite mechanisms, I Cut, You Choose. Yep. Um, it's got that built into it, so yep. that's a lot of fun. Um, it's very good. A, a and it's good cut. as a two-player game. Yeah, the, this is this is only a two-player game here, Tussie Mussy. What? No, it's not. Um, it, no, it's can not. it be played by more? Yes, you totally can. And it's much better. Oh, yeah, yeah, two more. to four. Two to four. Two to four. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. You have to when you get a chance. Be- yeah. when you try- Because playing that game, when you have somebody to your left and your right, oh, it blossoms. Oh, it's really good. I, Honestly, yeah, I think I'd like I, it a lot more if I hadn't, but I did get a chance to play it as a four player game. And then we played it as okay. a two and we're like, oh, yeah, this is nice. But oh, yeah. Miss you, Steve and Betsy. Four that would have been better. Circle the Wagons nice. is my number 38 highest ranked game in the world. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Circle of Wagons. Cool. You need to get off this and start playing it stat. Yes, definitely. Okay. Uh, we got I don't, I, one I, I, more I'm probably here. building it up way too much. It's nice. It's okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you can take it or leave it. Don't be too excited. I, Just so I'm that you're properly calibrated. But, oh, my gosh. It's great. Got to do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's uh, one more question. Time for one more. Is there any digital board game reviewers? Like, board game review? Digital board game reviews? Um, like, I don't get the question. Is it strictly board games? Well, no, like I mean, digital? I mean, are, are, are there any shows that are covering all the digital implementations oh, of board okay. games? And yes, there are. Got it. I mean, I know for the longest time that was a regular segment on um, for uh, Mandy and Suzanne when they were doing their Dice Tower every other episode. Oh, yeah, they would do apps, right? They exactly, would yeah. Apps uh, yeah, I mean, stuff. they had a, yeah. a funny name for it too, like what's app or something like that. Yeah, And, yeah, and I that's feel right. like I've seen somebody doing that on YouTube as well. But I couldn't tell okay. you where. It seems yeah. like it's a no-brainer, and it is something that somebody should be trying to build a, a, a channel around. Right. And so I find it hard to believe that somebody hasn't done it. Uh, you know, maybe somebody in the chat knows of something. If so, definitely share that information because, I mean, actually, I think we've talked about actually having a, a top 10 where we do that as a top 10. Yeah, it's just, that might be something we do in the future. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. about it, but to realize that, oh, my God, it'd be so much work because I'd have to go and study all of them. Yeah. Because there's so many, and there are a lot of really good ones out there. There are. Yep. Yeah, there are. Okay. Uh, we are at 2 o'clock, which means, folks, we are at the end of yes. the R&R Post Show. Thank you again up. for hanging out with us. Um, I believe we're going to be raiding someone next. Are we raiding uh, are Ryan? We? Okay, yes, we are. That's right. Yes, that's what we do. That's what we do. We're on Twitch, on our Twitchy time. Okay. All right, let me push the cool. big button. And it's Nights Around the Table. We're keeping it in the family, folks. Uh, Ryan Crichton... Um, as far as I'm concerned, generally, genuinely the funniest uh, board game YouTuber in the industry. That's why I'm on, I, he makes me laugh out loud. He and his wife are doing a stream of Arnak um, with the Leaders expansions. Every week they're doing another couple okay. of characters. And they're letting the audience choose. It looks like they're up and running now. Um, they are great. And uh, everybody go tell uh, Cheryl and Ryan that we said, hey, give them a big old all the rating love. And uh, and I got to get to editing because I got to fix that screw up. Man, I screwed up a lot this episode. I'm very apologizing to everybody, folks. But in the meantime, no raid, go get them, go, 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 go. If I hit the button oh, correctly, go, go, go. That's interesting. I just got a keyframe is too high, unstable. What does that mean? Uh-oh. I don't know what that means. My keyframe is too high. A few weeks ago, you said it was too low. That. 
Make up your mind. All right. Wow. It looks like it's working. Uh, people seem to be shouting raid and throwing icons around. So I think we've done it. Um, yep. Another week in the... So and, and nobody's watching now, so we can just uh, quietly exit stage left. All right. I'll All talk right. to you later, man. Cool. Thanks, man. Bye. All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you.